yet before we get stuck into this podcast today rapper i mean this is going to be a massive episode there's there's eight interviews from guests we've obviously got cam and uh, and uh, phil as usual and uh, you're going to rattle on because you're away now for a few days so i can feel that this is going to be one to perhaps listen to over a period of days because we don't come back until 2024 so just a, a warning already to our listeners isn't it yeah good, yeah good idea digs that mate actually mate yeah i usually listen to it in half hour segments mate i do when i'm driving home from work mate i don't know if that helps anyone but i, I mean i couldn't stand listening to my voice for more than about 20 minutes to be honest <laughs> well, your dulcet tone see, be better, you've got to go on though haven't you you've already extended the, the episode by two minutes let's let's yeah. let's get into it let's go let's start and and don't okay, say anything no 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 ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the cornish soccer rapo and deke's friday fix welcome to the rapo and deke's christmas fix it's the last podcast of 2023 and we're full of christmas cheer Aren't we, Rappo? Ho, ho, ho. What, mate? <laughs> Blimey, you sound, you sound as Christmassy as Phil Hiscox. Yeah, more like Scrooge, mate. And I then, uh, yeah, no, happy Christmas, Dicks. Uh, well, and to everyone, mate. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. Uh, Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Uh, we're sort of uh, looking over a two-week period this week, aren't we? And uh, lots of talk about Boxing Day. Yeah. What uh, Did you used to enjoy playing on Boxing Day? I certainly did. Yeah, I loved it, Diggs, didn't you, mate? Loved it after all that, like a, wow, yeah, it shouldn't be ungrateful, like, but a bit of a boring Christmas day, wasn't it, Diggs? You know, like, you know, like plenty of presents and, and uh, a nice meal and everything, Diggs, and you get to the chocolate bit in the evening, don't you? Chocolates and a shandy and... You just want the football to come, don't you? Next day, mate. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love Boxing Day, Diggs, didn't you? Good, good football day, isn't it, mate? Traditional, isn't it, mate? Yeah, and and also the fact that you got mostly the eleven o'clock kickoff, which meant that you could yeah. enjoy the football in the morning, and then it was it was well, pretty much a family day, wasn't it? Wives and children used to come along, yeah. uh, you know, to the game, and and you'd stay wherever you were most of the afternoon. That's right, mate. Yeah, it was a good crowd, actually, Diggs. Yeah, yeah, I always love Boxing Day, mate. And I always get a big crowd, Diggs, don't you? Usually a local derby. And I've got to be honest, I, I think me, me happiest times, mate, were when I was playing in the like the Falmouth, because obviously Falmouth Town, Trora City was the big Boxing Day 11 o'clock game, Diggs, wasn't it? And mm. used to play in that one, mate. And then we used to sort of have a quick point, mate. And then we used to go down and watch uh, the, like Campbell and Redruth rugby oh, in the right. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to love that day, Diggs. We done we done that for about three or four years in a row, and yeah, that was a cracking day as well. You know, see lots of people you know, and yeah, really good day. That well, depending on the result in the morning, really, Diggs, wasn't it? But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I love it, Diggs. Yeah, I love Boxing Day, mate. Don't you? Right, love it. Yeah, well, there's uh, loads of football over the well festive period is what we call it isn't it because this stretches we don't come back on the podcast for mm -hmm. for two weeks now we're having a we're having a break next week so uh, lots to talk about of, of fixtures coming up shall we as yeah. usual who, who do we start with normally oh it's the last yeah. time last last time we can say this rapo 
No, is it a bit of a bit of an emotional one, Deeks, isn't it? It was, you know, you know, good old Cam, mate. He's, he's done us proud, hasn't he, for five years, mate. Done us proud. Yeah, I, I can't Listen. believe he's leaving us. I can't, uh, you know. Okay, leave no. leave True City, but stay on the podcast, surely. Oh yeah, that's it, mate. Mind you, mate, he left he left Toro on a good result, Cam. Did mate, didn't he? He left on a high, didn't he? That's mate? very left true. So let's hear <laughs> let's hear what that high was. Here he is. It's Cameron Weldon. Let's give him his full name, shall we? It's his Hollywood name, Dick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a great result on Saturday. Fantastic result, Dave. Yeah, I think it was a um, a thoroughly deserved three points, and it was a against the the old foes, should we should we say, in Western Supermare, who are a team who um, I've seen a few people messages on social media about maybe being our bogey team in, in recent times, and we had we had a good results against them last year. But I suppose with the results this year and um, the season before that, I suppose it's probably true. Really, it's, we've had plenty of encounters with them and. Uh, they know what we're about. We know what they're about, and um, it's always an enjoyable game. And there's always lots of goals involved, and uh, that proved the same on on Saturday. I thought we uh, we conducted ourselves quite well, and I thought we in the first half, I thought, probably thought we were the better side, really. Dave um, went in at one nil down. Um, it was a sloppy goal from from us for us to concede. Uh, James Dodd, the goal scorer, um, he's a very established player at this level. He's a good player. Um, it was a good finish at the, at the near post past, past Hammy. But prior to that, we had a couple of decent chances. Harvey Green's made out a shot that went wide. Ryan Law um, was picked up by an absolute peach of a ball from Will Dean. Um, but he sliced it at the back post and put it wide. And um, So realistically, I thought we they had the better of the, better of the possession. But in terms of chances, I thought we were the better side, really. Um, but that's football. And unfortunately, we, we went in at 1-0 down. And I think... You always fear for the worst in those sort of stages, but um, Paul said it in his post-match interview. It's about getting belief, getting the players to believe in in themselves, really, and believe that they can come back because they we've seen it. This tour team in in recent years, they've always been able to come back and get results, and that was something they uh, they they went on and did. Um, we reacted very, very quickly into the second half. Uh, Will Dean's, if you haven't seen it, it's on socials and on the web highlights and the website and stuff. Um, and it is an incredible strike from Will Dean from from way outside the box. He's decided to curl it into the far top corner from a long, long way out. And it was a, a brilliant strike uh, to draw us level. And um, within a few minutes, Dave, we, we were 2-1 up. And uh, equally, another good strike. Um, Harvey Greenslade, who, who missed a decent opportunity in the first half, I know he would be disappointed with that one. Um, didn't have his, like, you know, he won't mind me saying this, he, he didn't have his best um, first half. He struggled a little bit, but came into the second half, was a lot better and was really, really, uh, uh, really, really influential in the game. And he got his goal. Uh, Adam Porter put a cross into him and uh, he hit it first time on, on the volley and put it into the bottom corner. So another great strike and two goals within, I think it's about four or five minutes, um, put us, from 1-0 down to 2-1 up and we, we continue to, to create chances. Uh, I think James Heyman made an absolutely crucial save at 2-1 uh, from a free kick that he managed to tip over the crossbar. Brilliant save from him. He, he's starting to look like he's back to his, his real best. He's picked up picked up some great saves recently and uh, really finding his form again, which is great to see. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we made that save and then we... Uh, we managed to get a third goal, which was sort of killed the game a little bit, Dave, must be said. Um, 
It was a cross into the box. Uh, felt a green blade turned and swiveled and got a shot away. The keeper parried it. And Ryan Law uh, did what all good fullbacks should do and followed followed into the box at the back post and had a simple job to basically just slot it home from into an empty net. So that was 3-1. And I thought we were we were pretty comfortable with that. Could easily have been 4 their keeper, Max Harris, is a really good keeper. I think he's on loan from Cheltenham. And um, he he made two br- a brilliant double save soon after that. Another ball in. I think it was Tyler Harvey delivered it into the box. Rocky Neal came off the bench and had a shot from close range saved. And then Ryan Law was at the back post again and he had his efforts saved. So um, that could have really put the game to bed. But uh, Western are a good side. They're always a threat and they, they, they managed to pull one back. I think it was 85, 86 minutes on the clock. Um, and uh, it was Jacob Jagger came uh, with the goal uh, from at the near post. Sloppy goal for us to concede, really. But um, saying that, that was that was just four or five minutes to go, and there was five added minutes of additional time. And in those te- in those ten minutes after they scored, Dave, I didn't really think they they conjured much more than a couple of long distance shots that went well wide. I didn't really think we restricted them and defended really well and saw the game out pretty convincingly in the end because that that could have obviously been a lot more nerve-wracking than what it was really but um, yeah I thought we were professional in the way we handled things um, the substitutions I thought played a real part in the game as well Rocky Neal came on uh, for Greensblade uh, Tom Harrison um, he was had a bit of flu so he he got subbed off fairly early in the second half uh, replaced by Ben Adelsbury and uh, Dan Rooney came on as well so those, I think those subs really made, made a difference and it was just a professional performance and for a really really professional performance especially in the second half Um in, in what was a game that could easily have been lost for the fact we managed to turn things around and get a massive plus and I think the most positive, most positive thing David that's, that's three wins out of four in uh, in the National League South um, two of which have been away get, or, sorry three of those four games are the games uh, so to pick up uh, nine points from twelve I think it's a real real positive yeah it's a good going at the moment isn't it so uh, it all beckons well for a, a very busy sort of uh, fortnight coming up doesn't it um you got Havant and Waterlooville on Saturday at uh, yeah. at home now that's the easiest of the three matches isn't it on paper on paper you'd say it is yeah <laughs> Havant uh, Havant uh, uh, we we beat them earlier in the season three one at their place and they had some good chances that day. Obviously they they've recently sat their manager and got a replacement in and um, they've got two very good strikers up top. Ryan Seeger's a name who a lot of some people might know. He actually played for for Southampton, so he's um as a, as a young kid, so he's a, he was a he's a good player and um, they've got some really talented players on their books today. So I think. Um, in fact, I'm pretty certain I might be wrong. I'm pretty certain Wolf uh, Curtis Zuma, do you, uh, Kurt, Curtis Zuma, Kurt Zuma, do the West Ham defender. Pretty certain his brother plays for them. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, haven't or haven't. Yeah, they're down the bottom, but they 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 beat Taunton three 0 last weekend, Dave, at home. So I think they've maybe uh, found a new lease of life, and um, we'll be hoping to get out the relegation relegation places themselves. So it's not going to be an easy game. We've, we've got to obviously play our game and on paper it's the easiest, but 
as you say, we've got some, some tough games after that. You, Boxing Day, Torquay, and then uh, on the 30th, Torquay at home. So Torquay away, Boxing Day, Torquay at home on the 30th, which both of those are very, very tough games. So it's going to be a, a busy Christmas period for the, for the boys, but no doubt they're ready for it. Yeah, a bit almost seems a bit odd, doesn't it? Playing the same opposition within four days of each other. Yeah, it is a bit strange because um, it's not something we've done in the, the Southern League uh, for a few years, but it's not something they do. But if you remember, the National League has always kind of done it. I'm not, not really sure the reasoning why, but if you um, you remember the back days, I'm sure you remember these. We always used to get Paul Town on Boxing Day and New Year's Day, um, which was always a weird one. They were always our local side. Um, and uh, I remember, well, I remember countless trips to Boxing Day. We've been to Paul and was absolutely hammering it down and one New Year's I'll never was I'll never forget one New Year's Day we well, I think we beat them three one or something. Do you remember Niall Thompson scored a goal from Oh yeah from the halfway line almost and I say he didn't mean it, let's be let's be brutally honest here. It was a it was a uh, just a cross into the box from or launched it from distance and the wind blew it in. But um yeah, we've had some memorable encounters and hopefully this boxing day um and well what is the New Year's Day fixture that's been moved to the thirtieth. Uh, the games against Torquay are going to be good games. We've we we played them once it, when we got relegated this 20, 2018, 2019 and I thought we were unlucky in both games. We we walked away with nothing, but um, and Torquay obviously went on to win the league that year. But I think we um, we we lost was it three four two and three one, um, and we didn't really get the rub of the green that day, and we didn't get very lucky. Uh, so um, yeah, here's hoping we can. Uh, change that this year and get get some good results under our belt but I think the main focus for Paul and the players at the minute before those Torquay games will be on that that game against Havant on Saturday and fingers crossed we can get it on and the weather's on our side because again a couple of home games recently have been called off we know about the the, the the Dover game, the Taunton game, um, the Dartford game as well, all off due to the weather. So hopefully, I'm not really sure on the weather forecast. I've not looked at it this week, but um, it's been pretty dry so far. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it stays that way. Yes, uh, well, that is a factor, obviously, with the with the pitch um, having a couple of games off recently. So it's Boxing Day, it's Torquay away. Uh, Saturday the thirtieth is Torquay at home. Both yep. three o'clock kickoffs, aren't they? Uh, correct, yeah, both three o'clock kickoffs. Yeah, right. I think there's, I think the thirtieth is one of the only games on um, around because I think most most teams do play on New Year's Day. So yeah. it'd be a, I think that's going to be a, a very a very busy one hopefully day for the club's sake as well. So um, it should be a good day. Yeah, well that's right. And, and Torquay actually um, they've picked up really well, haven't they? Recently, the second in the table at the moment. So it uh, should be uh, a, a, two good games. Well, yeah, definitely. And uh, Torquay, I know there was. They, the fans aren't happy with the ownership and the management there. But as you said, the results on the pitch have turned around. They're up, they're up to second. And and to be honest, right, they're, the, they're one of the biggest teams in the league, if not the biggest. Like so they're two, they're two massive clubs, and we've seen where they've been in in the, in the past. You know, they both of them are realistically football league established clubs, so they shouldn't be in the national league south. But um, they're, they're here and they're obviously both doing well So, and teams know that they're going to have to play their best to get anything against them because they're full-time teams they are very very good footballing sides so hopefully uh, we can um, we can go and get a result against them and on, on Boxing Day and, and obviously on the 30th as well yeah OK well that's um, that's it isn't it from you and the podcast we won't be hearing your dulcet tones on here anymore I can hear the cheers already Dave <laughs> 
sound effects to be added don't worry yeah there we go well, i'm looking forward to hearing those on the final thing but, uh yeah no it's um that, that's it for me yeah it's um end of an era dave it's pretty sad really but um yeah there's, i'm sure i'm sure i'll be on the podcast again uh, at some point i'm sure you'll rope me into to do something dave and well, i hope you do anyway you might be thinking oh he's gone well, let's, let's get rid of him yeah Hooray. yeah uh, that's right but you've you, you, You'll have to let me know if you get any fan mail saying Cam's gone and uh, like great news and all this stuff. Oh <laughs> no, I wouldn't tell you that. But um, but seriously, thanks for all your help uh, over the five years. Like we said last week, you've been here since the or from the beginning. So uh, um, that's that's great. Uh, you know, it's helped us along the way. And and we wish you know, Rapper and I wish you all the very best for the future. Um, it, it's been five years. At, a roller coaster of emotions, I would imagine, that have gone through you in that time supporting Truro City. Can you leave us with any special, special memory? Ooh, there's hundreds, Dave. Um, I think I think the one that obviously stands out is that is that playoff final last year. Um, it was just an incredible day. I still watch it back actually sometimes. The, the highlights of that of that day. Um, just, uh, I, I felt like it was written in the stars, really. The, the fact that our captain, Conor Ailolo, he played every minute of every game and it was something to, to, for him to score the winner. And it, the way we did it as well, like in terms of true, we weren't, we weren't ever just going to go and win the league. It was always the way we played and stuff. We, we, we did stuff the, the hard way, but it was always the best way. And we'd scored, we'd left games so late throughout the season. We'd get those 90th minute winners. We'd fight to the very end. And it happened countless times last year, Dave. You look at the, the results, I remember off the top of my head, Yate Town away, um, Bracknell at home. Uh, <laughs> there's so many of them, the Hazen Yetting at home. There's just goals where we've scored with the, in the dying embers. And um, for us to, to go, the semi-final was the same, really. We, you, you were there, it went to the, the extra time penalties. We, we won it. And then we had to make that long journey up to Bracknell, who were well, Bracknell were a fantastic side last year, and they still are. And um, we had to go up there and get a result. And, we we went one 0 up for a, a brilliant Tyler Harvey goal and they they reacted went two one up through Rocky Neal and they scored again and we were on our we were on our knees basically Dave and the fact that we just kept fighting kept fighting and the desire that Conor Riley Lowe showed to get to that back post and and tap home and to get that winner was just amazing and I think that's a feeling you'll you don't get those moments often in football and to to have that it's just a a special special day and. Everyone was everyone who was there, and even if they weren't there, following on from following from home, it was a just an inc- incredible experience, and to be a part of that was fantastic. And well, it's one of those memories I think I'll um, I'll treasure for the rest of my life. So, uh, yeah, fantastic, fantastic experience. But as I said, there's so many incredible memories for me over the last five years that I've um, I'd, I'd, I'd bore you all to death talking about them, Dave. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great experience. And how long have you been supporting True City? Since when? I started supporting Truro back in, I remember the year, it was 2006 was my first game. Um, so I would have been, so I would have been six years old when I first started watching Truro. Um, so you've and, uh, seen, yeah. a, you've seen a few promotions though, haven't you? Because uh, yeah, 2006, thought, that would have been what? Western League Division One. Yeah, so I, I have, yeah. And sh- rather shockingly, I didn't actually make the Vars final day. Oh. Um, Obviously, me being at, at such a young age, my, my dad was actually working, I believe, on that day, so we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't go. But um, <laughs> uh, I've, I've been to a lot of. I remember one of the promotions. I think we won the league at was it twenty thousand nine. We won the league at Taunton Town. I remember Graham Power um, scored a goal of three one victory. I remember that one. <laughs> um, and yeah, there was 
obviously there was that Weymouth at home game that everyone remembers and oh, yeah. a lot of promotion, a lot of highs and a lot of lows, Dave. Um, there's been a few few dark days, as we know, the, the move to Torquay and stuff and there's been all sorts of stuff going on. But I think ultimately um, it's just been been a roller coaster, really, Dave. I think you said that was the word you used earlier, but it's been a, an incredible experience that my love of Truro is never gonna never gonna never gonna die, Dave. I'll still be watching them when I can and stuff. So um no doubt about that. And uh, yeah, just um just wish the club all the best going forward and I'll be uh, supporting from afar. Right. Well thanks so much Cam for all you've done. Um enjoy Christmas and the new year and whatever beckons you after that. Thanks very much. Brilliant. Thanks, Dave. Cheers. Have a good Christmas. Yeah, superb result, Deeks, at Western Supermare last Saturday. Like old foes, you know, like Cam said, mate, wasn't it? Lots of sort of ups and downs against them last few seasons. But, you know, and a goal of the season contender, mate, wasn't it? From Will Dean, Deeks, wasn't yeah. it? Beauty. Yeah. But no, the right Dicks, isn't it? You know, a couple of places clear of the relegation spots with games in hand, you know, going into Christmas on, you know, on good form with three wins from the last four games, mate. Um, Avon and Waterlooville, mate, next to bottom. But they have won their last three games, I just noticed, Dicks. Yeah, well, as, as Cam said, new manager, isn't it? Yeah. So you always see, yeah. well, quite often you see that, don't you? A team picks up. So you do. That new manager, they have a bit of a bounce, don't they, for like half a dozen games, don't they? Mm. Until he gets his feet under the table and then, yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah, I think players try and impress, don't they? Yeah, the That's only the good the only good thing is that um, Truro play them at, at well, at home. Um, so, you know, that's probably going to point it towards Truro getting the three points. But um, what do you make of the, the two games against Torquay so close together? And like that, Deeks, to you. That seems a bit like, you know, I know they try and sort of look at it local Derby-wise, if you like, you know, Truro, if Truro Torquay's ever a local Derby. But, but yeah, I don't like it, Dicks. Do you? I think something better could have been fixtured, don't you, mate? Really, something they do on a regular yeah. basis, isn't it? So it's nothing new yeah. to the national league, but it just seems to, to the supporters. I, yeah. I would have thought you might have liked to have seen someone else over over the you know Christmas period. Yeah, definitely, Dicks. Yeah, from a yeah, I didn't think of it from a supporter's point of view, mate. I I sort of thought of it from the players' point of view. You know, I, I hate that familiarity, mate, of playing the same team like within four days of each other, mate, didn't you? Four or five days or whatever. But surely they could have fixed that for Easter, mate, couldn't they? A good Friday or something? Yeah, or, yeah. You, know. you, you say about familiarity, it makes me think about back in the day when if you were in a cup competition, you'd have a replay after replay after replay. And it's, uh, I think Falmouth, um, who was it they played? Yeah. Uh, was it Biddeford? They had about four Biddeford, games, yeah. didn't they, or something? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, that's the one that comes to mind, like locally, Dicks, isn't it? That form of bit of, yeah, they had four cracks in it, mate, didn't they? <laughs> I remember, um, do you remember Sheffield Wednesday, Everton, Dicks? I think, was that a League Cup quarterfinal? Do you remember that? Or FA Cup? That was like, probably, mate, probably early 80s. I think they had about five games, mate. <laughs> yeah, five games, I think it took them. I, I might be wrong, mate, but definitely four. That was the same sort of thing, mate. So, yeah, that was that was a bit. I'm glad that sort of scenario's gone, Deeks. I knew that was mm. ridiculous, really. That was, but but yeah, like you know, that, to answer your question, Deeks. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't like it at all, mate. Do you playing a team twice in a in a week, mate? Do you? Like that. No, that's right. Be interesting to see how the results go because um, will the same team win twice? Um, I bet 
in most cases, that's not going to be the situation. I, you know, football's funny like that, isn't it? You, you, well, as we know, you can never guarantee anything, can you? Yeah, you're exactly right, Dixie. Yeah, to, to get two wins against the same opposition within about five days is, is pretty difficult, mate, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, I, I can't see that happening, mate. I, hopefully, hopefully City can, you know, maybe win one of them, Dixie, and have a good sort of going to the new year. I mean, I know Torquay are, what, they're up to second again now, mate, and they bit ominous, really, Diggs, isn't it? Yeovil and Torquay at the top, they're probably the teams with the two biggest budgets, really, mate, isn't it? Mm. Speaks, I suppose. Money talks, Diggs, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah, you got, uh, as you say, you got those two top and second, and then you got Maidstone fourth. I imagine, um, I would imagine they're full-time. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but um, they're, they're ex-football league yeah. as well, aren't they? So, uh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably three teams that shouldn't really be in National League safety, really, isn't it? Probably. No, but I, <laughs> yeah. you know, t- you know, that's what happens, isn't it? A club. Yeah. We've seen it so often, haven't we? You know, clubs go up through the league system, and then they 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 very often come back. They come back down yeah. through the system, don't they? So. Uh, um, it's too deep. It's too yeah. deep. Do you remember Gretna Deeks in Scotland? Do you remember Gretna? No, the only thing I know about Gretna is that's where you go and get married or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the place, Deeks, yeah. Right on the border it is, mate. Well, it's actually in England, Deeks, but but um, yeah. But they were in the Scottish League, Deeks. I think they had six promotions, mate, in a row <laughs> Um, when when the bloke went here. I can't remember his name, though, Deeks. Um, Kevin unfortunately, Heaney? Sort of passed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very similar, mate, to that. Yeah, similar to Choro's, mate. Uh, what did Choro have about five promotions, Dick? Did they? It's quite a five few, and six it? years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, very similar to that, actually, Dick. Now you say it. Yeah, six promote. I think they got to Scottish, well, they lost the Scottish Cup final, I think, Dick, to, to Hearts, did they, on penalty? Or did they win it, mate? No, they lost it, I think, mate. But but yeah, and they, and they, you know, they went back down as soon as they came up, mate. As soon as you know, the poor chap died. Yeah, poor chap died, Deeks, and the money went. You know, they got. I think they got into Europe, Deeks. That I think. No, I think they must have won that cup, Deeks. They got. They got into Europe, and you know, like they just went from, from that, mate. They went back down as quick as they sort of come up, mate. So mm. yeah, it can happen to clubs, I suppose, Deeks, can it really? Yeah, well, it it does quite not a bit. Nice I think. See, no, no, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Not nice yeah. to see. So, uh, so yeah, Truro City got a busy, uh, uh, well, three games in the uh, the holiday period, and so have Mosel Rapper. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, I, well, like you and well, you well, I don't want to ruin it, mate. You and Nick, he was just saying, mate. You know that could be nine points, Nick's, I think, can it for for the Seagulls, mate. Hopefully, looking at the fixtures. Yeah. Nine who did you say then? Tim, no, Tim Tim Nixon, did you say? A man you sponsored, Deeks, last season, wasn't it? Yeah. A man you sponsored. Yeah, it's and a he, great And thing. he won, and he won awards. So that was, you know. Yeah, fantastic. Actually, mate, I mean, obviously we're talking about Mr. Tim Nixon, mate, aren't we? Ex-form of town, now Mosul, and, you know, yeah, had a fantastic season, Nixie, mate, didn't he? And, and deserved his move, mate, didn't he? After such a great season to, to definitely go up a league, mate. And, you know, to, to well, have, you know, give his talents a go in the Southern League leagues, wasn't it? Good yeah. move for Nixie, I think. Mate. Yeah. Well, if you're wondering why we're talking about Tim Nixon and, and Mosul, this is the reason. 
No, this week uh, the uh, the focus on Mosul. We haven't got Pablo. Pablo's uh, he's a student, so he's on holiday already. So uh, we've got a friend of the podcast, an old friend of the podcast. It's Tim Nixon. How are you doing, Tim? Hi, Dave. All right. Yeah, it's been a while, is it? Yeah, that's right. Well, you go off to these high fancy clubs like Mosul. We never get to talk to you, do we? Then so. <laughs> so, like you said, you got Pablo now, but he's uh, he's a student. On he's never here. <laughs> but uh, how are things in the Southern League then? Yeah, good. Um, it's a new challenge. Um, so again, facing different um, tests each week, but it's uh, yeah, really good, isn't it? and really enjoying it. We haven't spoken for so long. I've got to go right back to the beginning of the season almost. But when the opportunity came along to go back to Mosul, was it a hard decision, or did you take your time, or was it instant? Um. To be honest, I actually took my time a little bit because I think um, I knew of some interest maybe right towards the end of the season. Um, and then I kind of had a few weeks, maybe a month to sort of think about it um, before actually deciding to go. So hard decision um, to leave a club like Farmer because I was there for so long, um, but also couldn't really turn down a challenge in a, in a new league and one that I haven't played in before. So to, to go try and play higher. So yeah, I couldn't turn that down. Mm. So what's the main difference? Um, again, I think it's just, I think when you go up the leagues, noticed it last year when we went up to the Western League, it's just teams are a little bit wiser as in streetwise, you know, the physicality and the, the mental sort of elements to to the game, just a little bit higher, you know, the intensity is quicker, fitness, all of that really in, in one is just a notch, notch or two higher. So you do sort of notice it mm. uh, when you play. And, um, well, I've got to be honest and ask you, you must be frustrated, though, in the amount of game time you're having, aren't you? Yeah, um, especially particularly at the start of the season. Um, I think coming into it, I knew I was coming into like almost a set team. They didn't really lose anyone, particularly in the, the forward areas. And to come into a team that did so well last year, it was always going to be difficult um, to sort of settle my way in. But... Um, much more recently been sort of, you know, I've had a couple more starts and come off the bench, but I've had a few sort of injuries and niggles here and there, which is kind of setting me back a little bit. So, but no, it's, um, it has been frustrating, but it's, it's good that I'm sort of settling my way in and finding more, more game time now. How are you getting injured when you're not playing so much? <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> funny enough, I got injured, was it, against Bishop's Cleave. On the, on the Astro, just went up for a header and just landed on my heel weirdly oh. and bruised it. So it's uh, seemed to become uh, getting better now and coming out the other end. That old plastic turf—it's never the same, is it? Eh? Oh, it's not. It's not good now. No. <laughs> right. So Saturday, anyway, um, it was a, a, a win against Bemerton Heath Harlequins. Your first win in seven matches. So I should imagine quite a bit of relief around the place. Oh, absolutely. I think it was a, a much needed win. I think just for all of us, really, um, to, to do it in the way we did, maybe from the outside looking in, it wouldn't have looked a big result. But for us, it, it definitely would. I'm hoping, hoping now that kind of sort of kicks us on a little bit. And you scored. Mind you, if I could have run that far, <laughs> I think I would have put that one in, to be honest. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, luckily, I was quite sort of fresh on the pitch, so... Um, <laughs> I, I was I was managed to chase it down. I thought it was going out at one point. He's, I think it was Jack Calvert who's cleared it, and it was going towards the goal or even even out. But the pitch was so heavy, I think it held it up. <laughs> um, 
Was it was it a sprint between you and Hayden to get there first? Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah. So <laughs> if you watch it back on the video, it's like me and Hayden side by side. <laughs> I think the ball just. I think the ball was going straight, and it's managed to go to the right to my side. So it could have gone could have gone to either of us really. So. Yeah. But um, what's that? Three goals you've got this season. Uh, yeah. So that that's second in the league, I think. Yeah, and three goal, goals altogether. Right, so um, it's a busy, festive period for Mosul, isn't it? Three games you got coming up. Yeah, so you've got Saturday, Boxing Day, and is it New, yeah, New Year's Day? New Year's Day, yeah, that's right. Make sure yeah. you go to the right, the right day. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Saturday, Westbury, they, they come to Trungle. Now, it's a possibility of a double, isn't it? I think it's the first of the season chance for Mosul. Uh, I, I watched the game up at Westbury. That was your first game, wasn't it? So um, yeah. It was. Yeah, so, well, we've got to be looking at a win there, haven't we? I'm hoping so, yeah. So, like I said, if we can kick on from um, last Saturday, good weekend sort of training and hopefully, you know, at home, I was, we always fancy ourselves at home. So, yeah, absolutely should uh, should be hoping for a win. Actually, looking at your your three fixtures, nine points. I'm I'm you know I'm looking at because um, uh, on Boxing Day you're away to Exmouth. No, they're not having the best of seasons, are they? Yeah, uh, no. But um, from playing against Exmouth in the past, particularly at their place, it's always going to be difficult. So it's never never a guarantee. But it'll be yeah, hoping across the Christmas period, like you said, nine points would be would be the aim. Yeah, uh, and Tavistock on New Year's Day, that's a three o'clock kickoff. Uh, actually, the Boxing Day one is a 1, 1 p.m. kickoff. Saturday, yeah. uh, coming up Saturday is the normal three o'clock, I'm assuming, and New Year's Day is three o'clock, isn't it, up at Tavistock? Uh, no, down, yeah. you're home, aren't you? Home to Tavistock. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're home because I think we've already played them. Yeah, that's games. right. I, I watched that game as well. So, overall, not that bad a, a, a Christmas period for you. Um do you sort of have the normal sort of Christmas day, you know, with all these games coming up? What's the sort of training program been or uh, um, training sessions? Have you had a busy time at the club or not? Um, I think we just carry on as, as per normal, really, Dave. Uh, sort of train. We'll train twice this week and then, you know, we'll train in between uh, when we can. I believe so. Yeah, just sort of as per normal. Obviously, you know, take the time off to enjoy Christmas with our families, our friends, and um, but then sort of come back straight into it um, and treat it just sort of as as per normal, really. And everyone I've spoken to this week enjoys a Boxing Day game. I'm assuming you're no different than than that. Yeah, I, you know, I've always done it really uh, Boxing Day. So take it easy on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> And I would imagine you might have one ear on the uh, Falmouth Helston game, might not you, on Boxing Day? That uh, that's a juicy fixture as well. Yeah, that is that is funny enough. I live with I live with Luke Braben, so I'm always sort of up to date on what's going on. But yeah, no, he's Luke he's Braben or Luke Barner. Uh, Braben. Braben. Oh, I thought you lived yeah. with Luke Barner. It was previously, but we uh, we had to move out of that house, and he's uh, he's back in Exeter now. Oh Luke right, Braben. right. Yeah. Right, so Luke Braven, right. So, um, yeah, interesting times at Falmouth as well with all these new signings, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's good. No, they're doing really well, which is uh, pleasing to see from my end as well. So. 
So you get all the gossip that's uh, happening over there as well, then, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> hey, you ought to come on instead of Pablo. That'd be far better. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I could do, couldn't I? Yeah, that's right. We could we could hear about the Southern League and the Western League all in one go. But, uh, that's it. But that's overall, it though, if you had to sort of sum up your season at Mosul, what would you say so far? Personally, um, slow, um, getting off, but, you know, at the moment, enjoying it a lot a lot more because I'm, I'm managing to get the, the game time but the boys have been excellent um tough challenge obviously with the the new western league and but it's one that i'm thoroughly enjoying so, so yeah yeah you say tough challenge no wonder really isn't it because i'd forgotten that obviously you stepped up from peninsula to uh western for last season and now yeah. you're up another step again aren't you so you're bound to be noticing the difference what about the club itself mosel um obviously you've been through a well, they haven't been used to such a lean patch uh, as as recently. So, how's the sort of atmosphere and the team spirit and all that uh, been recently down there? And to be honest with you, nothing's nothing's really changed. It's great, you know. The people that are down there have probably been, you know, the same people that were down there when I was I was there previously, and um, obviously with a few new additions and faces helping out the club. And but uh, like I said, Saturday really really helped us, and there was a really nice atmosphere around. Um, but They've been they've been good as gold. They don't you know even with the travelling this year, it's, it's it can be quite far. Um, takes it out of us, um, not just us as players, management, and and everyone involved really. So you know, they they continue to support us, which is great. So it's actually not been not been bad at all. It's been it's been actually quite the opposite. So right, good. And you had your Christmas. Well, I, I don't know if party is the right word, but you had your Christmas evening um, the Saturday before, didn't you? I think. Yeah, yeah, we was out in because we played Bishop's Cleave away, so we decided to to go out in Cheltenham and have that as our our Christmas outing, if you like. Yeah, which was which was very needed, I think. After, <laughs> and entertaining, I hope. <laughs> yes, absolutely, very entertaining. <laughs> right. Well, look, have a great Christmas, Tim. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast as usual. Um, nine points we're looking for, so don't disappoint us, please. We'll try, and try my best. Right. We'll try our best. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Dave. Thanks very much, Tim. Cheers. Like we was just saying, Dix, I mean, I think you you agree with me that, you know, we're, we're the same on it, mate. You know, I think, you know, when you've got a player that's done so well at a particular level, mate, you know, I think Nick's the actor, you know, obviously tough for him to leave Falmouth, but, you know, it's probably a no-brainer for him to go to Mosul, Dix, was it? And move up a league, you know, with that promotion to the Southern League, you know, give it a go and, you know, you go to come back down, mate, can't you? You know, if it don't work out, I think you've got to go and give it a go, Dick, haven't you, really? Yeah. As a player. You can't uh, turn down the opportunity, can you? So uh, no one's going to blame no, you mate, for trying. No. Exactly, exactly, mate. Yeah, I don't think anyone, you know, I think everyone's delighted for Nick's you make to talented lab. I remember first watching him for a Logan Deeks about mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I think it was, mate, up at St. Dennis. And I thought, yeah, this lad's a player, mate. You know, this lad's a player. But... But um, and Nick, see, Nixie, mate, you swap Luke's, honey, to live with. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I had to query that. I had to, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. hang on, he said Luke Braben. Surely he means Luke Barner. But <laughs> it, I, said, I remember him saying, "Yeah, last season, mate, when well, he swapped a Barner for a Braben, mate, and he didn't, <laughs> didn't, they didn't even have to swap the LB toothbrushes in the bathroom, mate, did they?" <laughs> 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 right. But, uh, 
No, nah, he's a cracking lad next to you, mate. Yeah, well, you know, wish him a brilliant, you know, 2024 on and off the pitch, Dinks. Yeah. Really, it's a busy time for him as well because uh, he's moving jobs as well. So uh, we wish him we oh, wish oh. him a very Merry yeah. Christmas and good luck in this uh, new uh, new job that he starts, I presumably after the new year. So, uh, and thanks for coming on, Tim. Yeah, well said, Dinks. So three games from Mosa over the festive period. Um, Saturday, Westbury at home, Boxing Day away at Exmouth, and then New Year's Day there at home to Tavistock. So they got a busy time. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. What about yeah. the Western League? Um, who have we got on now in the Western League? So many people on the on the podcast this week that um, it's hard to keep up with it all. Yeah. I know you've done well, Dick. You packed it. And just before we leave for Southern League, actually, Dick, I've got to say, I know it's just over the bridge, but well done to Plymouth Parkway, mate, haven't we? Big, big leaders, Chesham, 4 0, didn't they, mate, at Belitho last week? Well, you know, why, was... you know why their form is picking up, don't you? Well, exactly, mate. I was just going to say that, mate. The only thing missing, mate, was a JBE goal, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought, mate, from that 4 0. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need some Cornish blood there to, to sparkle them into, exactly. into action. That's right. Exactly, Dicks. Yeah, well, well done, Jack, and, and everyone, mate, and uh, obviously, mate. And hope they have a good uh, second half of the season, Dicks, didn't you? Yeah. Carry on that form. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and let's hope, let's hope the pitch, um, you know, the weather is kind on yeah, the pitch mate. as well. So. Uh, that that's that yeah. must be one of their headaches, really, mustn't it? Partway must be they must yeah. you know spend so much time thinking about is the pitch going to be playable? Let alone you know what are we going to do once we get out onto the pitch? Yeah, relentless takes in it really the fixture schedule in the National League safe and the Southern League, mate. The, you know it's a hell of a lot of games for that pitch to take, and it takes really. I don't know whether the you know like they got under eighteen games or whatever on there as well and stuff. Takes is must be. Yeah, it must be a hell of a headache for the Graves when they're in it, mate. Yeah. Good for them. But he's looking at the weather forecast every day, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, <laughs> on to the Western League. Now, um, so busy, the Western League uh, recently with, with players moving and, and signing yeah. for clubs and whatever. Um, I mean, the talking point last week, obviously, was the minibus, wasn't it? Yes, the big signing dates, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, get that one. Well, don't think too many people guessed that one, mate, did they? The, the new big signing was going to have about eight wheels. But, <laughs> no. but it looks impressive. I, dro- I drove past it yesterday, actually, mate. Had a, I slowed down there, mate. Had a look. It, it's all signed up, mate. Looking looking really good, mate. Yeah, really I, good. I, I was very impressed with how it looks. Um so uh, yeah. let's let's hope uh, let's hope it brings them some good fortune on the road. Not quite though last Saturday, did it? No, one happy first trip, mate, was it, on the old bus, mate? A two nil defeat at, at the mill, mate, was it? But not an easy place to go, is it, the mill, mate, to a point these days, but but uh, but you had a good game, Dix, didn't you? Saw ten goals at Callaway Park, mate. I see for for, yeah. for Perham Films, mate, didn't you? Yeah, you had a good day. Just a nine-one, um, uh, and yeah, just a nine-one. What was it? A goal after two? Well, less than two minutes or something from Ricky Shepherd. So um, yeah, that was yeah. a bit ominous when they scored as early as that. Yeah. But uh, shame that they conceded the goal just after half time. Uh, that pulled it back to four-one. 
Could there have been a, a complete comeback by Welton? But no. Um, yeah, Helston came strong in the end and uh, they've got a squad down there, obviously, that's, um, you know, packed with players that can do something. Just for example, Kai Cornish comes on his sub, scores two goals. Yeah, he's he's on a bit of run of form, Kai, mate, isn't he? Yeah. He's scoring a few goals. I thought yeah. he might have started, to be honest. I thought they might have given him, you know, yeah. the start, but um, it wasn't to be. So uh, it's, well, sh- shall we hear from Matty Cusack now? Yeah, yeah, it was good to hear from Cousy Dicks. Yeah, of course. Part of the reason we're hearing from Matt is that there is that big game on uh, on Boxing Day, isn't there? A three o'clock kickoff, yeah. Falmouth against Helston. Um, we hear from both camps, but here's the Helston manager, Matty Cusack. Are you ready for Christmas, Matt? Very much so, Dave, yeah. Uh, obviously, Saturday we signed off with our final fixture before um, Christmas, and obviously we resume again on the, on the Boxing Day. So, yeah, very much so. Right. Yes, uh, you're at midway stage of the league season, uh, played 17, haven't you? So sum up your thoughts on things so far. Uh, it's going very well in comparison to, to last season. Um, obviously, currently, we're sat top of the league and uh, we're still in both domestic cups, of which we, we won last year. So you'd have to say that we're, we're going fairly well. Obviously, things can change quite quickly in football, so I'm not going to get um, too hyped up about it. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm very happy right now. Uh, with the only disappointment really being sort of the, the Vaz competition where we exited sort of last month. But uh, but yeah, overall, very, very pleased. Yeah, I, I reckon um, you haven't lost now in nine games. That's obviously including cup games. And with that last defeat you, you mentioned there at home to Longlevens, that was in the Vaz. It must have been such a big disappointment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a huge disappointment because I think at the time, we were riding high in our league, whether we were top at that point. I think we were, actually. I think we were top at that point. And I know we've sort of dovetailed with Clevedon a little bit um, since then. But, uh, but yeah, we were top at that point. I think looking at them in their league, they were about 16th at the time, the equivalent league, the Hellenic League. And, um, yeah, just one of those days where we just didn't play very well across the, the two halves of football, didn't do enough. And, um, and, and you know, they did. And... You know, in cup football, if you're not at it, then then one performance, one poor performance is all it takes to either exit a competition or on the flip side of that, one good performance to get through to the next round. And um, it was disappointing because last year I felt there's a real strength of ours, you know, finding a way in a cup competition to win the game, um, obviously securing those those two trophies. And, and I thought we could lean on that experience, particularly for the Vaz. And even on that day, just finding a way, but, but it just never materialised. And, um, you know, we, we were taught a lesson that day that, you know, maybe not not so much complacency because we didn't know a lot about them. Um, but if if you're not at it, then you know anybody can beat anybody, and I think that's how this Western League very much goes anyway. So, um, so yeah, it was disappointing. But on the flip side of that, you know, it's been a, a fantastic response. I didn't realise it was nine games ago. Um, which you just pointed out, but you'd have to say that's been a good response from the players. Yeah, uh, well, let's mention the other nine. That's a 9-1 win at home uh, to Welton on Saturday. Six different scores. It's got to be, and looking at the league table, you scored loads of goals, haven't you? So it's got to be pleasing that they're coming in from all over the place, aren't they? Yeah, and and just on that, I I had a little sort of dig around earlier. I, I I was just intrigued about the volume of goals we've scored this year. And um, in comparison to like last year, and I think we've already surpassed the number of goals that we scored in the entire league season last year. <laughs> so I think last year we got about 68 goals and I think we're on 70 at this midway point. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're doing really, really well in that area. Um, we'd like to keep more clean sheets. I'm not going to lie about that. And as a team, um, we're aware of that. But 
you know, going forward, um, we, we've got, I think we've had about 15 different goal scorers. In fact, the only two P outfield players that haven't scored, I think, is Stevie Colwell and, and Callum Martindale is our new signing. So everybody else has, has got at least one goal. Um, so, so the goals are coming in from all, all over the park. Um, and, and lots of those players have got multiple goals as well. Uh, but obviously, I'd have to have a mention to the boys that are setting them up as well. It's not just about the goal scorers because they don't provide them for themselves. Um, obviously, it's very much a team effort and, and, and setting them up as well and assisting. So, um, yeah, really happy with that. And, and another stat, which I didn't realise until I looked at it earlier, is we've hit, I think we've hit five goals or more nine times this season, um, including sort of cup competitions as well. Um, but I think only one of them was in a cup. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's going really well at this point. Uh, and hopefully I've not just put the kiss of death on it, whereby <laughs> yeah, we're dug into a barn door after Christmas. But, um, yeah. but, but yeah, but, but so far it, it's going really well. And, um, you know, the, the lads have been fantastic and they've been, you know, what's been really pleasing like Saturday is we've worked on a few things on the training ground and, you know, seeing it come to fruition um, on a match day. Isn't, I think, I don't think there's anything pleasing, more pleasing than that. Um, when you you know you're coaching a team or whatever, so um, but but they, those players have to take the, the credit because they've got to go and enact it. You know you can come across with some ideas, but they've got to, they're the ones that have got to you know, step over the white line and enact those ideas. So yeah, lads have been fantastic, and, and we don't really care who scores, but um, it's great to have you know so many different goal scorers and, and not just to be relying on the boys at the top end of the pitch, which is what can happen at times. Yeah, you mentioned Steve Colwell there not having scored. That's probably why he looks so disappointed when he had a great shot there on Saturday, but it got deflected over for a corner, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. I think what it is as well is that he carries a fine for us internally. So <laughs> the boys, as part of their sort of end of season trip, I think that you've got to chuck some money into the kitty if you've not registered with an outfield goal during the season. Ooh. So I think he's absolutely <laughs> desperate. And, and you know, whilst he's desperate to score, I think his teammates were all, you know, um, crossing their toes and fingers, hoping that he doesn't score. <laughs> and he's got to pay him for the kitty for the end of the season. So, um, so yeah, so so that that's what that's all about. But um, but yeah, as I say, I, I'm sure it'll come, Steve. Um, and you know, he, he you know he does contribute in other ways. I think Saturday he, he had a, a few assists, and um, yeah, he, you know his his own individual performance was fantastic on Saturday. So um, I'm sure he'll get there by the end of the season. And actually, that was one of the team changes you made, wasn't it, Saturday? You brought Steve in. What was the reasoning behind that? Um, yeah, Steve. Steve's not had a lot of minutes recently, so um, we're aware that January is going to be a, a busy campaign for us. Lots of games. Uh, we've got Les Phillips Cup, we've got Cornwall Senior Cup, and you know we very much believe in the squad here. Um, but sometimes I think you know we've been as guilty as it is as other teams. Sometimes you, you can make too many changes, and I think post Long Leavens, we wanted to try and get a, a more settled side. And at the time, um, you know the other competition for Steve's shirt we're, were doing well, and and. Um, and, and you know we, we've largely kept this the same eleven, so um, so so that's why he hasn't featured um, as much recently. But Saturday, you know, he, he really showcased what he can do, and I, I thought he was exceptional. Um, but you know, just on that Saturday, we, the, the strength of our bench was incredible as well. I mean, we registered that scoreline, and we had the likes of Aaron Bentley, um, Jordan Cop on the bench, um, you know, Tyler Elliott, Callum O'Brien, Kai Cornish. And, and they would all pretty much walk into many sides in this league. And, and to, when I spoke of sort of Aaron and, and Jordan Cop in particular, those two have probably been our standout players this season where they've been the most consistent performers across a range of games. So to leave them out and still put in that performance you know, without them two um, is full credit to the team really and shows the strength and depth that we've got. 
Yeah, I have to admit that uh, Jordan Cop he makes things look so easy, doesn't he? He's a fantastic footballer, Dave. Um, he's a pleasure to work with, and you know he's absolutely thriving in our environment. Um, and, uh, and and yeah, but he, you know he's um, he's enjoying his football, and, and I think that's why we're seeing the very best of him because he's enjoying you know, he's enjoying the environment, he's enjoying the lads that we work with, and um, you know he, he's he's been like a new signing this season. Um, and and you know he, I mentioned earlier about the the goal scorers. Um, I think him himself has got about eight goals. I want to say this year. And maybe I think he's got about nineteen or twenty assists as well. So, um, so, so yeah. He, on a personal level, um, he's he's raised his own performance bar as well, and and we're um, you know benefiting from that as a team. So, yeah, fantastic player. And so frustrating, he never looks any older. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I don't know what his secret is. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but um, but yeah, they they all look younger than me these days, anyway. So, um, so I'm not I'm not sure, mate, on that one. Right? Yeah, you, you mentioned there. You got some um, some interesting, some I would say some cracking matches coming up, and of course, first of those is uh, Boxing Day, isn't it? The uh, local derby at Falmouth. Uh, you got to be looking forward to that one, surely. Absolutely. Um, Boxing Day. Um, I think everyone looks forward to Boxing Day games anyway. I always did as a player and, and always have done as a manager. Uh, but, you know, Falmouth are our arch rivals. Uh, we're going, we've already been there once a season. We're going back there. Um, expect there'll be a few more people there this time. Uh, hopefully we'll get, you know, a, a bumper crowd. It's a three o'clock kickoff. Um, there's lots of early kickoffs, I think, in and around the circuit, perhaps at lower levels on that day. But I think, um, you know, there'll be lots of people there on, on that day. And um, I think it should it should be a, a cracking game. Obviously, they're going very well as well, and um, yeah, very much look forward to that one. Yeah, it's good for it's well, it's great for Cornish football that both uh, you and Falmouth are up there towards the top of the, the Western League table. Yeah, and as a manager of Helston, you've got a pretty good record against them, haven't you? I think I think I'm right in saying that in the six games you, you've faced them, you've only lost the once. Okay, well, well, I didn't know that, so um, so thanks for pointing that out. Uh, but you, do, do you know what? I mean, that, that's nice to hear, but it, it, it's all out the window, really, because you only ever concentrate on your next game, and um, I won't be looking any further than that next game. I certainly won't be dwelling on past records or things like that because they actually don't really matter for anything for the next game. So, um, so, so yeah, if that's what the record is, that's what it is. But uh, I guess what you would have to say that Helston have been in that Western League for a, a little bit longer than Falmouth. So perhaps the record should be in that favour right now. Um, but I think Falmouth are on their own trajectory. Um, got a really good young group of players there. Um, and um, on, on, you know, I, th- I think they're having a, a fantastic season. So it should be a, a cracking game. And um, you know, we'll make sure that we're, we're ready for it. And um, you know, it's the start of a really busy period for us where we've got lots of what I call the bigger games coming up, and that's no disrespect to anyone else, but we've got a lot of the teams that are currently occupying the top eight spots of the league, whether it be in cup competitions or, or league matches after Christmas. And I think by the end of February, we'll really know whether we're in a title race um, or whether we're in a playoff, uh, you know, a, a playoff race or, or whatever. So, um, but right now everything's going really well, and um, you know, long may that continue. Yeah, the change of the playoff um, system has made it really interesting, hasn't it? Um, instead of just the one automatically going up, you've now got you know four places to fight for uh, with a chance of a playoff, haven't you? Yeah, and I think I think it makes it interesting. I, I really didn't like the old playoff system because I thought it was unfair. When you look at the likes of Saltash last year, um, you know having to travel to Bristol Manor Farm, um, so so Saltash you had had a really good season. 
uh, rather than travel to Bristol Manor Farm, it was a, a relatively poor season at their place to try and you know beat them to to then leapfrog them um, into that next league. I think it's just a really unfair system. So I think this one here has got a, a playoff um, with teams in our own league. Um, so it's a shootout between the next best four teams after the the league champions. And, you know, anything can happen in those players. And I think what it does, is it keeps the season alive for lots of teams because teams mm-hmm. can then aim for the playoffs if they're a little bit out of it or if they've been, um, you know, they, they've exited cup competitions earlier than than predicted or whatever, then they've, they've got a shot at the playoffs. So I think it just keeps it alive and, and a little bit more interesting. Obviously, for managers in it, um, it'll be a little bit more nerve wracking. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but but yeah, certainly keep, for, I guess for the neutral, it, it keeps everything really interesting. And, and for teams in general, you know, a spot in the playoffs, um, you know, help keep seasons alive, etc. Yeah, that's for sure. Right. I can't let you go without um, mentioning that, of course, on Boxing Day, you'll be up against one of your former players, Ruben Wilson. Now, how difficult as a manager was it to have, let's be fair, three very good goal scoring forwards to choose from? Ruben, Ricky Shepherd, and Curtis Damrell. How how much of a tough job was that for you to choose? I, I think the the toughness in it was, was that you know the, the system that we were playing um, with, with two up front. Um, we could only pick t- uh, two from three, so um, keeping them happy was an issue uh, when we've had that sort of or when I've managed that sort of problem before. Um, I had sort of Sam Hughes, Ryan Richards at the top end of the pitch. I had Lee Phillips as like a backup striker this one in my time at Saltash. And, um, and and Lee was coming towards the back end of his career. So it was fairly easy to manage that because, you know, he would come on, he'd play the odd game. He knew his role really. But obviously the difference this time is that we've got three strikers who all wanted to play, all wanted to start. And we could only start two of them in the system that we were playing. So um, so that, that was the issue, keeping them happy. Um, and then in the end, um, we realised that that we couldn't do that, and because of the profiles of them, I know that you know you've muted a few times. Yeah, I'll just chuck all three of them on the pitch. <laughs> but the way we were playing and the profiles of of all three didn't really lend itself to to a front three. So um, so so yeah, so we only ended up playing two. Um, but as a consequence of that, it was difficult to keep all three happy. Um, so in the end, uh, I had a chat with Rubes. Uh, Falmouth had come in for him as well in, in seven days, and um, I had a chat with Rubes, and uh, we tried to keep him at first, and 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 then I think we played another game, and he started in that one, and I, I think it was just on the Sunday, and I think we drew against Street, and um, I just thought about it that evening, and I thought, you know what, I think for all parties, I think it might be best if Rubes goes because I think he will flourish. He'll be playing week in, week out. He's already proven that. He scored a couple of times already. Um, but then I think we would flourish as well. And it would enable Curtis, Ricky to get more game time. And and they will flourish as a result of that. And and and, and, and I think I've been proven right by that. You know, Ruben's gone there and he's doing really well. And then equally, we're still scoring lots of goals. And the other two are scoring goals. So um, and getting more game time. So, so I think the decision was right for both parties. Um, hopefully it doesn't come back to bite us on, on Boxing Day you know um, <laughs> Rubes is, but, but Rubes is a great lad and, and you know at Helston he was very popular and, and we all wished him all the very best um, because you know he's a fantastic lad and, and he helped us secure those two trophies last year and, and he's played his part on our journey so we thank him for that and, and wish him well you know, on his new quest at Falmouth but, uh, but yeah at a managerial level it was difficult to keep all three happy and um, so we had to uh, make one of those tough decisions that you have to do in management sometimes. And, and so far, I think it's um, got, gone okay for both parties, uh, as we predicted. But, you know, I guess time will tell whether it was right. 
You know, the more I, I, you know, we talk, the more I'm thinking on Boxing Day, we could be looking at a five-all or something like that. <laughs> um, I don't think Wesley or myself would wish for a five-all. Um, might need a couple of defibrillators on the side of the pitch or something. But, um, but, but yeah, it's um, it's one of them, isn't it? Anything can happen, Dave. Do you know what I mean? It, it's local rivals playing on a Boxing Day match, which is always 11 or anyway. And um, both sides can score goals. Uh, both sides have proven that they can concede goals, so so you might not be too far off with your prediction. Um, <laughs> uh, but but you know, for us, it's it's just another game, and um and we'll be trying to go there to to do what we need to do to stay where we want to be, which is at the top end of the table. So um you know that that game Boxing Day won't define our season. Um, I don't think it will do it for either team. Uh, but but you know it, it is what it is, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we're all looking forward to it, uh, Matt. In the meantime, you, you've got a bit of a, almost a mini break, isn't it, from your last game until Boxing Day. So enjoy Christmas uh, with the family. And, uh, well, I think you might just be thinking about Boxing Day a little bit on Christmas Day, but uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, um, we're looking forward to Boxing Day. Thanks very much. Thanks, Dave. And thanks for all you continue to do, mate, on the podcast. Um, it's great stuff. Um, you and Rappo um, promoting the local game. So uh, Merry Christmas to you all, mate, and uh, speak soon. Uh, and can I also point out before you go, I've got a 100% record with commentating for you this season, so just bear that in mind. <laughs> okay, mate. All right. Um, are you commentating Boxing Day? No. <laughs> oh, there you go then. <laughs> I've got the enjoyment of watching it as a neutral, so I've got uh, the good okay. seat. <laughs> Okay, mate. All cheers, right. well, thanks. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good encounter. All right, cheers, mate. Yeah, I mean, you know, great, great cup double winning season, wasn't it? In Cousy's first year, mate, at Alston, you know, and could even get better, mate, for him this season, really, couldn't it? You know, still fighting on three fronts. And, you know, what's the bet in Ruben scores on Boxing Day, though, Diggs? <laughs> <laughs> what's the bet? Always happens, doesn't it, mate? Player against his old team. Always happens, mate, doesn't it? He'll, he'll be well up for that, won't he? But, a cracking day though, mate, wasn't it? But I think Wardy, mate, being suspended, you know, big, big loss for town, I think, thinks, wasn't it, in that game? Yeah. But, um, well, that, that's what, what that's why I'm thinking it could be 5 all or something like that because, you know, both, both teams... Yeah. Both teams love to score goals. Matty said himself that they've perhaps let in a few too too many uh, or more than he would have wanted. Mm. Falmouth without James Ward. I mean, Falmouth got a great defensive record this season. They've they've been really they've, they've been really tight at the back, haven't they? But but it it smells of goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you and Cousin said, mate. Yeah, it's not going to be nil nil, Dicks, is it? For well, anyone, probably will be. Now we've said that, that, but uh, oh no. Oh, oh, yeah, if that is nil-nil, Deeks, I'll, I'll be amazed, mate. I'll be amazed. if I, I wouldn't mind putting me mortgage on it. Ain't nil-nil, Deeks. <laughs> Being a betting man. <laughs> yeah. um, no, nah, I've got to be goals in that game. All that attacking talent, Deeks, on there on Boxing Day. Hopefully, um, you know, proper Cornish cracker, isn't it, Deeks? That one for Boxing Day. And, you know, any floating fans, mate, get down to Bickland Port. It's three o'clock kickoff as well, Deeks, isn't it? So, mm. yeah. And, and get one of Andy and Ear's top class cheeseburgers while you're there, Diggs. <laughs> right. After all, after all that turkey, mate. What is Christmas it? What Day. is it? You and cheeseburgers? Oh, oh, mate, it's a, it's a. T- I've got to say, mate, Andy looked after me when I did me book signing, Diggs, at Bickland a, a while back. I mean, Andy looked after me and my family, Diggs, with, with some lovely cheeseburgers there, mate. I, I've got to say, mate, they were they were top notch as well. The standard of cheeseburger, mate, in the Cornish football. 
fraternity, mate, is uh, is astounding, Diggs. This season, I've tasted some top class burgers, mate. So yeah, get get in, get in and have a cheeseburger there, mate. Boxing Day after all that turkey, Diggs. Christmas Day, mate. Dear, dear. Yeah, but but yeah, you got a good um, Christmas Day, Diggs. Have you were you going, mate? Well, we'll talk about it later. Talk about it later, Diggs. <laughs> right. Yeah, whoa, got boy, whoa, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving forward. You're too going fast, too far right? too fast. Yes, that's right. It's yeah, just slow yeah. we'll down. It, that, it's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Just slow down. But um, that's it, mate. Chill out. Chill, yeah, chill out, out. That's right. But um, <laughs> just looking back at Western League on on last Saturday's action again. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Helston got that terrific win, nine one. I mean. It, it's good for your goal difference, isn't it? If nothing else, it's good for your goal difference. Uh, Ricky scored, Curtis scored. So, you know, they're, yeah. they're getting their goals. They're happy. Everyone was happy. But what about uh, poor old Milbrook? I, I did think last Saturday yeah. against Wellington, bottom against next to bottom. I have to say, I did think Milbrook might have got something, but no. No, he was hopeful, Diggs. I mean, he was hopeful, but... Not to be Deeks, you know, not to just having a trouble putting a ball in the net, Deeks, aren't they? And obviously, when you're shipping them at the other end, mate, it's, it's going to be hard, isn't it, to get anything? So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, you know, I don't, fair play to them, though, Deeks. I mean, halfway through the season, they're still, I mean, look at the record, Deeks. They played 14, lost all 14, and minus 84 goal difference, no points. I mean, you got to take your hat off to Milbrook for for keep for you know those lads going out there and keep battling, mate. Haven't you really? Mm. In a way, yeah. Wow. Well, you so, have. Later, yeah. Uh, and and looking at the league table, it doesn't look that pretty for Cornish clubs either, does it? With, with Salt Ash uh, losing at Falmouth last Saturday, they're they're next to bottom because obviously Wellington went above them. Um, but that that game Falmouth against Salt Ash, all the news was obviously about Oscar Massey, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was actually listening to the radio digs on, on my way back from, from Ben's game, mate, when, when he scored it, mate, and it, yeah, it sounded an absolute cracker. I got my usual text from Noige, mate, and, you know, obviously Tommy said about it, digs, and I think Westy, you know, 30 yarder top corner digs on it. I mean, it was worth the entrance fee, I think, digs on it, that goal. I suppose when you sign a class player, mate, you know, you can expect a bit of a bit of class like that mate to win a game couldn't you really I suppose that's what he's there for well that's right came on as substitute and scored and and Ruby yeah. Wilson scored as well so yeah. Ruben again yeah brilliant yeah. mate two in two great start for Ruben mate isn't it yeah that's right um, uh, and uh, fixtures coming up um, Saltash, well, it, it, in fact we, we mentioned Milbert and Saltash already they are playing on Friday, 22nd of December. Um, that's, uh, well, the only Western League game over the weekend as such. Uh, so that's a 7.30 kickoff. Millbrook against Saltash United uh, at Jenkins Park on Friday evening. And then it's basically into Boxing Day, isn't it? And, uh, well, we've mentioned it already. The, the game of the day has got to be Farmouth against Helston, hasn't it? Yeah, it just... It just- just stands out for you, Deeks, doesn't it? You know, like, nice to have a bit of Friday night football, Deeks. I mean, you know, it's a bottom two, mate, isn't it? Looking at the league, is it a bottom yeah. two? Macca going back to Milbrook, Deeks, isn't he? With his new club. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, but uh, but like you say, Deeks, yeah, that Boxing Day game, mate, you know, just just jumps out uh, out of the, 
page, doesn't it, mate? Former for against Alston. It is a massive game these days. As foot, Cornish football goes, you know, with obviously Troy doing well and Mavis are doing well in higher leagues, Diggs, I think if you're looking for a proper Cornish football big game, mate, this is it, Diggs, isn't it? Really don't get no bigger, does it, these days? No, that's right. Not, uh, not these days. No. 11 o'clock in the morning, there are two other games involving uh, all Cornish affairs. Soldash United, they play St. Blasey and Torpoint are home to Millbrook. Um, and then 3 o'clock, Farmer Town against Halston Athletic. And uh, let's hear what, we've heard already what Matty Kuzat's got to say about what, how things are going at Halston. Let's hear from the other uh, the other camp, it's, um, it's manager Andrew Westcott. Well, Westy, lots has happened since we last spoke, isn't it? You're, you're signing strikers from all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it is. I can't remember the last time we actually spoke, but it was on the pitch said, yeah. on the pitch uh, against Moneyfields, I think it was. Oh, okay, that wasn't too long ago then, I suppose. But like you said, a lot has probably happened in that term, uh, time. Sorry, and uh, yeah, we've been you know actively looking for a, for a centre forward, and uh, yeah, it's great to get actually two through the door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, Christmas must have come early, I, I would imagine. You do, you don't need any presents now, do you? Uh, that's it. Yeah, there was a, you know, it's always great to get any any new strike of oh, position. Sorry, um, signing through the door. So, you know, always gets the supporters excited. You know, sort of re-energizes the squad, and 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 they've got off to perfect starts, haven't they? You know, Ruben scored on his debut against uh, against Barnstable, and and then obviously Oscar comes on and, and scores the winner on Saturday. So, you know, from from our point of view, you know, you know great additions and, and great starts for him because, you know, being a centre forward myself is there's nothing better than getting off to a, a you know, a winning start and a goal scoring start. So, you know, overall really pleased. Mm. Right. Looking at the table, fifth in the Western League Premier, uh, a couple of games behind because of obviously your, your cup exploits. How do you sort of, you know, consider your season so far? How do you fare it? R- really pleased. You know, um, you know, a vast improvement on last season. Um, you know, last year, obviously, new to division, you know, new grounds, obviously a, a tougher standard of football, you know, really struggled away from home. You know, probably where we let ourselves really down last year, you know, at home, you know, whatever level of football we've played out, we've always been, we've always been really strong. And, uh, you know, whereas this year, I think we've, uh, we've addressed those issues. You know, I think our recruitment's been really, really good. Um, you know, and we've done well in the cups. Um, you know, obviously disappointed to lose to, to Houston in the League Cup, but you know, I think you know, for us to be in the quarterfinal of the of the Senior Cup, you know, we've progressed in the in the FA Vars. You know, the furthest round we've been in a, in a number of years, and you know, I think we're ticking over nicely in the league. You know, our our target was always to be up and around the playoffs, and like you said, we're a couple of games behind the curve, but. Um, you know, I think we could all be really, really pleased with our efforts so far. Now, these two strikers, uh, what do they bring to the team? Uh, both completely different skill sets. Um, you know, you look at Ruben, you know, an old-fashioned centre-forward and occupies defenders, aggressive, um, you know, great, great in the air, you know, left-footed. Um, you know, really, you know, at times he bullies defenders, which is great. And then, you know, you, you look at Oscar and just frightens people really his pace runs at people obviously got an eye for a goal and um you know 
but what they've both got, you know, we've we've noticed it in training is just the, you know the the power they can generate on the ball when they when they strike it is is frightening really. So, you know, obviously they haven't been together that long. We've only had what half an hour of them both on the pitch, but you know they bring you know great qualities to the team and they give us completely some they give us something completely different and you know that's going to be needed because you know as the as the games come thick and fast and there'll be different skill sets for different games so you know really 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 pleased with with what we've got in and their attributes that they can bring you must be uh, slightly frustrated that they're both cup tied for the vars though mustn't you yeah especially as well they signed they signed pretty much for us after cup games. Like you know, I think Ruben had played against Dobbles uh, for Houston, and I think he signed like the week after. And, and obviously we played, um, uh, obviously Barnstable in the in the Vaz, and and Oscar played in that. But I think he was cup tied anyway. But yeah, it is disappointing. But you know it is what it is. It, you know we've got a we've got a squad, and we've got as far as we have so far without them. So um, you know we're we're competing on three fronts. So we're going to need every player. You need every player. You could have done without Wardy being sent off on Saturday, couldn't you? Yeah, timing-wise. You know, Wardy's <laughs> been with me for eight seasons now and he's never had a red card once. And um, I feel sorry for him, really, you know, because I think, you know, everyone knows the, the importance of Boxing Day, um, how big a game is going to be. And they're the sort of games you want to play in as a player. And, uh, you know, especially at home, our last our last game on Boxing Day was a big one against Pemry. And, you know, we had a monster crowd, so... You know, I'd imagine, um, you know, we'd probably get similar numbers this Boxing Day. And he is an influential character for us. And he's obviously our captain, our leader. And, you know, obviously with having, you know, Cadence looking like he's going to be out for the season, we are, you know, we are a bit light in that in that area at the minute. So not ideal timing, really. Mm-hmm. And Boxing Day, of course, is Helston at Bickland. It's a three o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, three o'clock kickoff. Yeah, so we've got I think the second team are playing Pemrin. Uh, for 11 o'clock kickoff, so yeah, it should be a great day of football. <laughs> yeah, great day of football. And you, you mentioned that the crowd there in that Penn Rin game a couple of seasons ago. What would be a good crowd, do you think, figure wise? Well, I think we're averaging about the 400 mark. So, you know, it's been a three o'clock kickoff. You know, most of the Plinchler sides are at 11. Um, you know, we're probably the only game on in the area at that time. So, I, I don't know. I think people can sometimes get carried away and over over egg the numbers. So, I think you know, if we can get anything over six, seven hundred, we, we've done well. You know, but you never know. We could surprise ourselves and, and and get get even bigger. So, but either way, whatever we get, it'll be a great atmosphere. Yeah, and I, I guess to some extent, it does depend on the weather as well. So I don't know what the forecast is; is too far away to to know yet, isn't it? But uh, that might just um, you know sway it slightly. But yeah, as you said, Helston, they've you know I'm looking at um, well since Matty Cusack took over at Helston, they got a bit of a you know um, a good record against you recently, haven't they? They have, yeah. We haven't got the, you know, the last couple of years we haven't got the greatest of record against Houston in the league. You know, we've sort of we've sort of done well more against them in the cups. Um, you know, which you can read into that what you want. You know, does that mean we only we up our game for the bigger games or, or what? Really? So, you know, we know that it's an area we do need to improve on. Um, you know, and you know, there's obviously going into it a local derby as well, pride to the state, but also, you know, we want to be competing at the top end of the table as well. So it's a it's a big it's a big game for that reason as well. So like you said, I don't think we've beaten Houston in the league for a for a while now. So um, you know, they've just beaten us obviously two 0 as well in the in the in the League Cup and, you know, a game we 
you know, we we probably dominated actually, but they beat us two 0 So, you know, they're hard. They're hard not to crack, and uh, you know, they're very effective, very good at what they do. So, you know, it'd be a tough game for us. You're sort of in, in the middle of a, a all Cornish sort of games at the moment, aren't you? Salt Ash last Saturday, Helston Boxing Day, and then you got Millbrook on the following Saturday, haven't you? Yeah, well, we was meant to have Blazy as well. well that game was uh, that game was called off. So, like you said, it would have been a bit of a Cornish December. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird how it goes like that, really, isn't it? So, um, you know, like I said, tough tough game against Halston, Millbrook. Well, you know, present this different different sort of challenge, and then uh, and then January is a another another tough period for us. With I think we start with Bridgewater, then I think it's Blazy again in the Senior Cup, and then it's the FA Vars. So, Oof. yeah, tough period. Yeah, that's right. And uh, talking about FA Vars, uh, who have you got in the next round? We have got Hartbury. Have you been looking at their results or not? Not really. You know, I don't want to be looking too far ahead because obviously, you know, you can just you know, lose yourself in it, can you? But, um, you know, I, I had a quick look when we uh, when the draw was made and, you know, they look quite an impressive side and, you know, speaking to a few people about them, you know, they've got good pedigree. So we know it's going to be a tough, tough game. But, you know, you're never going to get anybody in round four who aren't on a good side. And, um, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be a great day again at Bickland, FA Vaz at Bickland Park. You know, they're, they're great occasions. And and back in the league, who's been the best side, do you reckon, you've come up against so far? The best side we've come up against? Um, good question, that. Um, I think they all bring a bring a different sort of skill set to them. Um, probably trying to have to think now, really. Um <laughs> Don't know. I don't know. I'm you drew nil nil with Clevedon. Yeah, Clevedon was a tough game. Brixham away. You know, first game was a tough game, but probably felt we should have probably won that one. Clevedon again. They went down to ten men. Probably felt we should have won that one. Um, who else we draw? We drew nil nil with Boroughsville. Well, that was a tough game. More more conditions, and you know they were. You know, I'm going to sit on the fence on that one, Dave. I think I'm not sure really. For once, I've got you. But um, <laughs> it's been a good season so far for the, the likes of you and Helston. It's interesting you said a moment ago, or at the start of the, our chat, that last season you were going to new grounds and that probably was a good thing. Is it down to the hard work this season when you go to those same grounds? You, you've been there once, so you know what it's like. So now it's just get on with the job and, and get three points. Yeah, I suppose it's like anything, isn't it? You, you you know what to expect. We know how to prepare properly. You know, we know the level of football now. We know what teams are probably going to bring. Um, you know, it's 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 a massive eye opener when you go up a division. It would be no different if I suppose we went into the Southern League, and you know, I suppose you've only got to look at Malzor, wouldn't it? You know, it's it's you can you can only um, you know appreciate it once you're in the division. You know, because a lot of people did say to us what what the Western League was going to be about. Um, it's going to be quite direct, physical teams are going to be well organized and you, you don't really know that until you actually face it so you know whereas this year now i think you know, we've, we're a lot more streetwise like i said we've recruited well the, the lads that we bought in last season now are a second year in and you know we've got to grips with the league and you know we've recruited well now in the in you know during the season so it's just about learning dave isn't it i suppose it's like anything in life in it you know the more you do it the better you become at it so um, you know, we just got to keep keep progressing, you know, and keep um, keep improving. Well, thanks very much, Westy. Um, have a good Christmas, relax Christmas Day before um, everything uh, comes to life at Bickland on the following day, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. You are uh, you down Bickland for that game, or you got somewhere else booked in? Ah, uh, no, I'm definitely. Uh, I've I've 
penciled in the, the Falmouth versus Helston game. So, uh, and it's good. Three o'clock kickoff. I might be able to squeeze in Newquay in the morning as well. So, uh, Newquay against St Alstall in the uh, Peninsula League and Falmouth against Helston in the uh, Western League. Can't be bad, can it? I was going to say, that's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? Get out of the house <laughs> and uh, have a day of football. Right. Lovely. Thanks very much and good luck. Yeah, cheers, Dave. Well, same as, as Alston, really, Deeks. I mean, superb season so far for town, mate. And like you mentioned, the defensive record, really, really surprised by that, Deeks. I, I thought we'd score a few goals, but I didn't realise how good we was going to be at the back, really. But, but you know, Westy working his magic again, mate. You know, brought in some new players, Young players, Deeks improved it again. I mean, you know what a what a lad, mate. What a lad he is, mate. Legend he is, mate. A former now, mate. But you know, if he leaves tomorrow, Deeks, you know, I think Westy could get a statue out the front of Bickham, mate. <laughs> but um, but uh, I wish I was home, Deeks, to watch it really, mate. Boxing Day, but I'll be watching uh, East Kilbride against Albion Rovers, Deeks, instead. I will, mate. But, oh. but I'll be. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking uh, Twitter, mate, for, for your reports on that game, Deeks. Uh, yeah, but, but like Westy said, Deeks, you know, you know, remember that 1,300 cred, mate, you know, Vic versus Penryn on Boxing Day a couple of years. Well, Jack Layden did, Deeks, so I remember it well, mate, you know, actually, over, what, 1,300, wasn't it, for a Boxing Day? And I think, to be honest, Deeks, looking at this game, mate, like you said, it catch imagination, three o'clock kickoff, I think there could be another... Four-figure crowd there, really, for, mm. for, for Boxing Day. You yeah. know, town against the league leaders, mate. This F-troop will be up for that, Diggs, wouldn't they? So, you know, good day's football, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the crowd is, won't it, actually? Um, yeah. I, I... I think Westley's played it down a bit, hasn't he? I think, you know, six, seven hundred. I'll, I'll be disappointed if there's only seven hundred, mate. I mm. think there could be, yeah, I think it could be. You know, I know, I know the three o'clock thing and everything, and people say, you know, like you said earlier, it's family day and everything, mate. But, but what better, you know, where better could you be than Bickland Park on a Boxing Day afternoon, Diggs? You know, watching a great game, really. Yeah, um, I was just thinking. Well, I, I could think of other places to be, but um, <laughs> but they cost they cost money. So uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You wouldn't enjoy it as much, right? <laughs> no, no. Really exciting game that uh, should be, shouldn't it? Falmouth against Helston. Um, yeah. There's a bit of... Well, I think, uh, you know, people like to spice it up a bit, don't they? I think Westy played it down a little bit as to... Uh, but us neutrals yeah. like to spice it up, don't we? And Well, you're not neutral. You're <laughs> obviously Falmouth time. But, <laughs> but um, although Dan Harrison does su- suggest to me every time he sees me that I am a Falmouth town supporter, but... Um, closet one, mate. Closet one. Closet one. I have seen you before. No, you haven't seen me. No, with no, you haven't seen me. Or was that Lazy? That Lazy's got. Or Paul was trying to drape one around you, mate. Was he up there one day? Yeah, or was he trying to strangle me? I'm not sure which. But we know you're neutral, mate. We know you. You love everything. Every team in Cornwall thinks we know you like them. Yeah, there might be some that I like more than others, but on Boxing Day at Bickland Park. Yeah, well, I suppose one has to favour the home side because otherwise I might not be allowed in. But um, but yeah, it yeah. should be should be a great game for the for the, for the neutral. Um, needs to be a little bit more exciting than the match that they've already played against each other this season when yeah. Helston won two nil. That wasn't 
Um, there was something lacking in that game. I don't know what it was. So now, though, with with Ruben Wilson and and Oscar Massey, they'll be starting, won't they? This this time, those two. Yeah, I, th- I think so, Deeks. I, I reckon that could be hell of a front two, Deeks. Don't you? Know I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't want to tell Westy. You know, he knows better than me how to pick a football team, mate. But, but like, yeah, I, I think he's got a he's got a wet Westy's lips a bit, mate. And it those two up front, mate. If he's going to play two, I mean, because I think between them, Deeks, they're, they're different type of players as well. And they Ruben's big, strong, bullies defenders a bit, mate. Don't he? Keeps them occupied, like mate. You know, backs in. You know, good, good target man, mate. And Oscar, it's just well, he's just a talent, Deeks. And he running at players. You know, he's quick and he mate can finish. And I think those two Deeks got a bit of everything about them, mate, and they. So I think they could be a real, real good. You know, reminds me a little bit of me and Sammy Deeks in the day, really. You know, a little <laughs> bit, but. You know, I don't want to don't want to big myself up or anything because you know. Really, I didn't really think you were Oscar that good, did. to be honest. Were you? No, no, I'm not saying I was as good as Oscar Vassy thinks, to be <laughs> honest. But, um, but no, but it's you know that sort of. I mean, I know how well you know. I loved it playing with you know when I was quick and all, mate, and I could sort of go past the player and all. Dick, I know how much I loved it playing with Sammy, and I, I think Oscar will love it. You know, playing with Ruben. Dick. I, I just think that big man and sort of like smaller, quick man. You know, sort of thing, Dicks. I always think they make a good front two, Dicks, don't you? I always think they, I don't know. I might be wrong, Dicks, but I, I just think there's something about those two, Dicks. They, they could, I think they could kick Falmouth on a bit, mate, in the second half of the season, mate. Look at, looking at that, that lead table, mate. Tens, you know, in fifth with games in hand. You know, those two up front, Dicks. You're, just, you're getting got, excited got, about all this, aren't you? I could tell. Yeah, I am a little bit. I'm a, yeah. Calm I, down. I've got to Calm tone down. myself down. Yeah, yeah I told myself that because it might not happen, Deeks, might it? But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it, Deeks, to be honest, mate. Uh, and yeah. we, we've now got, um, you know, we've been saying for most of the season that Helston, Matty, Kusat had to keep, you know, three strikers happy at, at Callaway Park. Now we, we might have the same situation growing at Falmouth, mightn't we? Because... Let's not forget Luke Brabin, Jacob Grange. No. You know, there's players at, at Falmouth that, you know, Brabin, he's a great player as well, though, isn't he? Yeah, I like Luke, mate. He, yeah, you know, grafter, mate, isn't he, as well? Makes things up. He can play. He's quite good on the right, though, mate, isn't he, Luke, mate? You know, I think that could work. You know, I still think that could work, mate. Get all three of them, mate. Because, you know, obviously, Braves, he's a goal threat as well, isn't he? And, you know, those three, mate, I... I Flipping it, mate. You know, if Nixie came back from Mosel, mate, him on the left, what a what a four that would be, Dix, <laughs> but, but, but obviously Nixie's at Mosel, mate. And I'm sort of dreaming a bit here, mate. Isn't I? But but yeah, no, like you said, I totally agree, mate. You know, you lo- loads of options, mate, in for Westy, which is which is like you know what Koozie's got as well, Dix, in it, which is what you need, mate, in it, if you're gonna going to be up there mate isn't it really you need those options mate don't you yeah and of course Falmouth still in the FA Vars uh, and Ruben and, and Oscar yeah. both cup tied for that so uh, yeah so uh, Westy's going to have to balance everything out isn't he and it's uh, interesting how yeah good for the t- I suppose good good for Westy as a manager and good for the squad because you know the, those boys out you know I'm sure like you say mate Luke will come in up front or whatever or, or like you know Jacob or whatever Diggs they'll come in and I'm sure they won't let anyone down either Diggs so good for the squad that still in the you know 
that, that there is sort of cups to play for the. I think it keeps players happy a little bit, Diggs, doesn't it? Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, mm. so that's uh, Boxing Day. Um, as I said, Saltash against St. Blaise, 11 o'clock. Torpoint against Millbrook, 11 o'clock. And then 3 o'clock, Falmouth against Helston. Uh, other games over the festive period in the Western League that affects Cornish clubs on Saturday the 30th of December because bear in mind there's no podcast uh, leading up to that weekend uh, so we've got to tell you now it's 3 o'clock kickoffs. Helstead against Torpoint Millbrook against Falmouth and St Blasey against Brixham I'm hoping to go to that one Diggs I might be able to tell you a bit about that one on the next podcast mate which Blasey, one? Which, which one? St Blasey Brixham yeah should be a good one yeah I'm back up yeah I'm travelling back on the 29th Diggs so Hopefully, I'll be back to watch that one on the Saturday, Dicks. Right. A bit of Cornish football down uh, the road. Down the road. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, that's the Western League for this year. This is the last podcast yeah. of 2023. Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and you've got it. Southwest Peninsula League. No games Saturday. Let's still hear from the man himself, Phil Hiscox. Welcome, Phil. Is it humbug or is it ho, ho, ho? Oh, we still have a bit of ho, ho, ho. The Christmas spirit still, still just about alive. <laughs> well, yeah. Just about alive. <laughs> we haven't started yet. So. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, let's look back um, a little bit. We, we had a problem last week with the Elberton Tinworth League Cup game, didn't we? Walter C. Parson League Cup game being off again. What's yeah. what's the update on that one then? The update is that the new game will still be at Elberton. Tinworth can't find anywhere that will hire them a pitch in this with the weather as it is. And that's always <laughs> the problem, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, groundsmen are reluctant to let their own teams trash their pitch, let alone somebody else's <laughs> team trash their pitch. <laughs> so they didn't fancy a plastic one then? No, no. So I think, uh, so, so that's what it is. I mean, it, if, it, if it is off on the 2nd of January, then I might have to think about uh, hiring a plastic pitch and telling them, but let's give them one more chance. Or just toss a coin. Yeah. Throw them both out. That's easier. Throw them both out. <laughs> <laughs> right um right and obviously there was one league cup game that was um uh sorted yep. on saturday wasn't it it was the yeah. uh it was uh it was the winning at ivory which is rather right. odd then because if at the halfway stage we say Liscard and Iverbridge are the sort of two solid favorites for the two titles well they both went out of the League Cup in the space of four days. So, <laughs> yes. And both with home advantage. So. There you go. Cup football, isn't it? You never yeah, know. So, yeah. So, so Axminster, yeah, they're, they're through. Uh, and obviously they now will host Elberton or Timmouth once Elberton and Timmouth have sorted themselves out. Right. And the dates, you, you've applied dates, have you, I think, for the next round? Yeah, the three that are set are already worked out are all on Saturday the 10th of February uh, so that's the date that um, Newquay will host uh, Bridport O'Clampton will host Mullion and St Austell will play Camelford uh, I think St Austell was already spare that date so I just have to move one game to Camelford to make that a Saturday that they may not get another Saturday if it's off but they've got a Saturday available for the first game um, and the outstanding one will either be Tuesday the 6th of February if Elbert and win uh, but funny enough, if uh, Timmouth win, they are due at Axminster in the league on Saturday the 10th of February. So I'll swap the league game for the cup game. Right, fair enough. Right. 
That's all easily done then, isn't it? Well, all all pre-planned. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, obviously, we've got two weeks of sort of fixtures to sort of talk about, but let's uh, let's just recap where you've been in the last seven days. Yeah, um, I went to Bridgewater on Friday night, uh, Bridgewater in Street. Uh, Bridgewater were fairly convincing, and, and the Bridgewater chairman I wasn't able to meet because apparently he's in Thailand or somewhere. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so that was that. It wasn't, wasn't the most exciting game. Bridgewater were too strong for Street, 2-0. Um, a reasonable crowd, not as big as the ones they were getting at the start of the season. Perhaps them, you know, getting into December... Uh, people have got other things on, haven't they? So, mm. and that, um, and that, that of course is Western League. So, step five. What difference do you see when you're watching step five game to a step six game, which the Peninsula is? I, I think it depends really what where in the table you're talking about. If, if you're talking the top end, so your, your Bridgewaters, your Helstons, your Barnsley, your Bucklands, the, the ones with a good budget. Um, that then you know that they should be a cut above. Um, once you're talking further down the table, I don't think there's a great deal of difference at all, to be honest. Mm. Um, Which is what it should be like, isn't it? Really? Yeah. 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 So you know, if you're looking at a Bridgewater or, or say I've been to Barnstable, I've been to Buckland, I've been uh, yeah, those places this season, their ambition for the season is possibly to get promoted, isn't it? So mm. they should be you know, aiming to be step four, so they should be better than step six. But, you know, not being being rude, but if you watched um, Wellington or Millbrook or Ilfracoon, you know, that's more, you know... Close. You know, they, they, have, they have got the ambition or the expectation to be step four. I mean, they might have the ambition. They have got the expectation they're going to be step four anytime soon. Mm. Uh, and, you know, in the case of some of them, they'll be looking over the shoulder about whether they'll be step six sooner than that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, where else? Uh, where did you go on Saturday? Then? So Saturday, I got really lucky. Um, I was grandparent duty of having to dog sit the new puppy whilst grandchildren went on the um, Dartmouth to paint and steam oh, yeah. sand special thing. Right. Uh, so I went for the two fifteen kickoff, so I could get back earlier of Timmouth versus Bridport. Oh, that was a low scoring game, wasn't it? Yeah. The low score in four six, of which <laughs> were three up at half time, four two up, and still managed to lose four six. Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> right. Good own goals as well, one for each side. Oh, no. <laughs> I like a good own goal. <laughs> so a bit of everything there, by the sounds of it. Yes, yeah. So I, I got lucky for one that was just sort of picked as for convenience, really. <laughs> right. Um, now, so uh, we're into the festive period fixtures now, aren't we? And um, yeah. and well, there's no games on Saturday. That that keeps it nice and easy. So yeah. our next bout of games, Boxing Day, isn't it? Yep, all the traditional local derbies. Um, there's, there's, you know, as you expect, um, you, you would hope for some good crowds on some of them. Most of them are morning kickoffs. So there's one at midday at Penrance and one afternoon game at Cannington versus Launceston, which the two of them agreed mutually. I'm not sure why, but they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the rest are at 11 o'clock. Uh, and I'm expecting some good crowds. The forecast seems okay ish. 
Yeah, nothing yeah. special, but it's not yeah. lashing yeah. over uh, rain at the moment. <laughs> what I would say is is that very often um, on boxing, you know, because it's a good crowd and a good payday, uh, you know, clubs will, will generally try their hardest to get the game on, uh, and the forecast suggests that that should they should that be able to achieve that this year. Mm. Yeah. Now, in the east, uh, traditionally. Torrance side against Torrington is is a bit of a crowd puller, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. I think we, last season it was about four hundred was was the highest in the East last season. Uh, but I know what you're going to say, and yes, you might be right. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to say, not knowing my Devon geography a hundred percent, but Bridport against Axminster is that going to be a, a bit of a crowd puller as well? I think it is now because last year, because they they alternate. Last year that was at Axminster. This year, so this is the first time Bridport have been at home to Axminster on Boxing Day. And Boxing Day crowds, generally speaking, are a, a bit better than Good Friday crowds. Uh, mm. If you compare the two fixtures, you, you get more on a on a dry Boxing Day than you do on, on a, a dry Good Friday. Uh, so this is Bridport's prime fixture, as it were, and of course, unlike last season, Bridport are doing well in the table. So yeah, they that motivation as well. That's right. That's what's going to pull in those um, sort of. Uh... Um, they've had sort of two two fifty crowds on, I think, three occasions already this season. Um, so if they can have those sort of crowds without being Boxing Day, without being a local derby. Uh, yes, there's potential for, for quite a bumper crowd at Bridport. Yeah, I mean, in that that's in the east, obviously. In the west, uh, I'm sort of thinking Newquay against St Austell is probably the the, the uh, one no. likely to get the most, isn't it? Sort of a new made-up derby in a way, isn't it? Because mm. in the past, Newquay would have played the Dolphins and Austell would have played St Basie. Um, the two of them wanted to play each other. Um, and, and there's a, you know, quite a historic rivalry between the two, isn't there? So, yeah. The Restormal Derby. Yes. Yeah. So that that's in there. And the other one in West that I would have thought would draw a decent crowd, bearing in mind that they haven't played each other for a while because Holdsworthy were in the other division, is Bude versus Holdsworthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's only seven miles apart, even though they're in different counties. You're right. Yeah. Interesting one, that. And uh, possibly midday kickoff for Penzance against Truro. It'd be interesting to see what Penzance get because they, they've sort of fluttered with some half-decent crowds already, haven't they, this season? Yeah, I, I know Falmouth Helston is three o'clock. I'm not sure what Mousel are doing without checking. Uh, Mousel or at Exmouth. So, uh, oh, well, okay. So that, well, yeah. So actually with, with Falmouth being a three o'clock kickoff, Penzance might, might do quite well. Uh, and I suppose actually to be fair, Mully and Wendron might do better as well being a morning kickoff. Yeah, because well, it'd be nice for Moline to get a half decent crowd, wouldn't it? Because they mm. they're not one of the uh, more well supported clubs. So uh, no. yeah. yeah, and so that's hope. But yeah, the weather is kind. So most of those, as you said, eleven o'clock. So then we move on to Saturday the thirtieth, don't we? No, no, we've got well, a Friday night one, game, haven't we? One Friday night game. Yeah, yeah. Camelford, of course, miss out on Boxing Day. Um, a, there are 17 teams, so somebody has to miss out. But but there's a sort of triangle between Bodmin, Camelford and Weybridge. Um, and whichever way you do it, 
somebody's going to be left out. Uh, so that's Camelford. But in return for Camelford being left out on Boxing Day, they then get home advantage on the Friday night for a game. Right. So we, we try and sort of be fair and give everybody a slice of the cake, as it were. Yes. And they're home to Bude, which, of course, is the Atlantic Highway Derby. <laughs> Every derby seems to have a name. We're, we're, we're getting these derby uh, names out somehow or other. Um, oh. So you mentioned there's an old number in the, in the West. There's obviously an odd number in the east who misses out on boxing day in the east and again it's the same sort of triangle uh in, in the past i would have said it would have been marjons because nobody wanted to play them at christmas <laughs> <laughs> this year i had that triangle similar to, to that one in, in mid cornwall uh between um newton abbott spurs bobby tracy and timmer in that the three of them would play any two of the three could play each other in the local derby uh, Tim of Newton Spurs tends to be the, the bigger rivalry, so Bobby Tracy the odd team out. Oh, right. Okay. But they're, they they don't play until the Saturday, do they? So, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, right. So, Friday night, Camelford against Bude, 7.30 kickoff in the West, and then we move on to the Saturday. It, is it a, no, it's not a, is it a full programme or not? There are six in the West, and the maximum is eight, and there are five in the East. So there's a few, I think. I did have one or two asked for, the, for that day off. Um, yeah. So right. it's, uh, there's, there's a, uh, the, the good thing is, I think with the exception of Timmer, who haven't got lights, all the teams that are home on a Saturday weren't at home on Boxing Day. Ah, right. So, That's... you know, it's answer to give everybody else another payday, as it were. Yeah, good. That begs the question, where might you be watching Right. Um, well, Saturday this week, even though we haven't got any games, I've got a lift with a little ground hopper to a club that will, will stir feelings amongst the Cornish that have, have played there as to as to whether it's a good idea to go there or not, depending on what time of the year you went there. I've got a lift to Appledore. Oh, oh, oh Appledore. I remember Appledore. those trips to Appledore from Truro. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what league are they in these days? No, they're in the Devon League, which is the equivalent of St. Curran. And without sort of prejudging it, they are having a better season. And I, I have been invited. So ah. we'll take that, that, that they may be inquiring <laughs> about next season. But remember, the deadline is New Year's Eve. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they have, but I've been invited and I haven't been to Appledore for a few years. So right. why not? Very why not? nice. Very nice. I must come back and tell you the story about Robbie Turner, the ex Plymouth Argyle and Bristol City yeah. player. Yeah. Um, Appledore, as, as everyone knows, didn't have lights. They played many years ago after a wet winter. A Sunday game on the last weekend of the season, they sort of played Saturday and Sunday. I went up to the Sunday game just for the sheer hell of the fact that there was a game on. <laughs> um, Robbie Turner of Newton Abbott, um, at the end of the game, I'm parked, or I'm with his part behind the dressing rooms in the car park behind there. And Robbie Turner of Newton Abbott comes off the pitch, goes to the dressing room door, and realizes it's still locked bangs on it, sees me, looks at me and says, thank God, or in other rude words, we haven't got to come here for another, you know what, 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> well, what he didn't realise is a couple of weeks later, because that was sort of May into June, I had to sit and do the fixtures. So on the first Saturday of the season, I did Appledore versus oh, Newnabba. You're a nasty man, really. I am. Yes. I am. I was always proud of that one. <laughs> Just thinking, yeah, yeah, you have Appledore away two games running. That'll suit you. 
right. I'm horrible. I am horrible. That's right. Um, (laughs) Boxing Day, I'm giving it a new derby. Um, Talumpton versus Bishop's Lydiate. Of course, you know, um, Bishop's Lydiate's their first season in. Um, I wouldn't say there's any great rivalry with Talumpton, but geographically they're the closest. So how many miles apart are those then? Uh, I would guess... Maybe twenty. All oh, right. So Bishop's Lydiate is Taunton. So if you're going up the motorway, yeah, you know the Clumpton turn. You've got the Tiverton and then the Wellington turn. Right. Bishop's Lydiate, you'd you, you'd leave for the Welling on the Wellington turning. All oh, right. So f- fairly easy. Yeah, fairly close yeah. together then. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that one. Uh, on the Friday night, I'm hoping to be at Camelford, and on the Saturday, I've got a lift into Cornwall, and I'm tempted by St. Austell versus Mullion because I haven't seen Mullion this season. Ah, right. Um, but uh, I've, I've got to pass that into Cornwall to finish the year. <laughs> right. Will you get back into Devon f- to celebrate the new year? Well, that's the thing. So. <laughs> and on New Year's Day, um, a friend of mine who, she remember most of our, our referees that we have at our level are assistant referees at the, in the Southern League, the next level above. Uh, and we're not playing New Year's Day, but the Southern League is. And I've got a lift to Tiverton versus Dorchester on New Year's Day. Oh, right. Very nice. Okay, so lots of football to take in there in various levels as well. So yeah, yeah, we like our we like our football over Christmas. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, And you mentioned uh, applications into the um, National League for Step Six football next season. Um, Obviously, you can't name anyone anyway. But do we know? Is there much interest or not? Uh what I would say is I, I, I'm aware of a couple that have definitely done it and several others that have inquired and I've given them the appropriate advice, but obviously they've got to do the, the forms themselves. I can't, can't sort of send one in for them. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've had one in each county that that's that, you know you would expect and uh, probably previously applied implied previous years and, and all the rest of it and then i've had a couple of inquiries again from each county um and of course the other thing we have to look at these days is whether any applicants from somerset and dorset that are near our borders have applied which mm. we wouldn't necessarily know about yeah uh, and i'm assuming no one from the isles of silly of uh I would hope not. <laughs> you no, know, why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> right. Or is it Lundy Island as well? In North Lundy Devon? Island, yeah. Burr Island. Is Burr Island got a team? Don't know. Don't know. No, no, I no, doubt no. it very much. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I think I've been on the on the Christmas pop already by the sounds of it. I think we all have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, I think that's pretty much it. Load, loads of football to. to Keep an eye on the, all the details, obviously, on your uh, website and, yep. and via the full-time um, stats website as well, aren't they? So kept yep. up, up and, to date by the media, second. Uh, yeah, I'm not expecting any sort of severe weather protocol, certainly not for the Boxing Day programme, hopefully not for the exactly the 30th programme, but obviously if, if there are anything like that, then, then they'll appear on social media channels right. if invoked. Yeah, uh, and uh, those games on the Saturday, the thirtieth of December, they're all back to the the more usual. Yeah, it's not a bank holiday. Yeah. It, yeah, it's an odd weekend because you've got New Year's Eve falls on a Sunday, New Year's Day is a bank holiday on a Monday, but the Saturday itself isn't a bank holiday, so they are sort of afternoon kickoffs. Right. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, that's it for well, that's it for this year, Phil. 
Black yeah, Lambs and podcast and, of 2023. Yeah. Has it been a good 2023 for you or not? No, football-wise? no, no. It's been a pretty disaster. 23. I'll be glad to see the back of it, but I'm looking forward to 24. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, let me be honest. We, we started, didn't we, with the with the the breakdown in talks, and we had a very hectic end of the season with the weather, didn't we? Uh, and the first half of this season, the weather hasn't been great. So that's but he's going to remain positive. Twenty four could be a, a cracking year, um, and of course we've got the ground top is at Easter. Uh, oh yes, lots of trophies and and titles and things to be decided, and uh, the weather can't get much worse. <laughs> right, and the ground hot. Where is that taking in? That's up your uh, way somewhere. Predom- isn't it? Predominantly Devon, although we are looking across the border for Liscard Gobbles, and we're also at Holsworthy Buttes. Right. So there's a, there's a li- the, the following year, it's going to be deepest darkest Kerr now. Uh, this year, it's mainly Devon, but with, with a little sort of flip. Right. on the borders okay well lots of that to talk about as time approaches but in the meantime phil have a great christmas with all your family and your dogs and all those sort of yeah. people um and uh well we'll look forward to hearing from you in the new year look forward to it and a, a happy new year to all our listeners yeah, Diggs, I mean, look, you and Phil, mate, both going to games with 10 goals last week, Diggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad, isn't it? <laughs> Not bad. Get the tallies up. My game only had a mere seven. Oh, mate. only seven? <laughs> so, Slacky. Yeah. I know, disappointed, mate, but no doubt you'll both chalk up a few more over the Christmas period, mate, I'm sure. <laughs> but but um, I'm hoping to go three games, actually, Diggs, up in Scotland, mate. So, hoping for a few goals there myself, mate, hopefully. You've got his goals, but um, oh, not uh, sorry, I, I misunderstood you there. I thought you were going to score a few me. goals. Oh, no, nah, them days are gone, Dick. So I got a job to walk, mate, without me knee tablets, mate. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'll ever be scoring another goal, Dick, to be honest. You've seen me play golf, Dick, haven't you? That's a bad enough sight, mate, isn't That's it? That's very true, very true. Yeah, yes. trying to get me ball out the holes, bad enough, Dick, but but um. But no, I just I just hope you know for our teams, Dix. I just hope the the home teams, you know, get some decent weather, mate. Don't you over Christmas and get the good crowds in on Boxing Day, which obviously helps the old coffers, mate. Done it for for our club, Dix. And you know, like you said, mate, the likes of you know, sort of Mullion and teams like that that don't usually get a good sort of. Um, you know, good crowd in, mate. Oh, oh, you know, the clubs. Newkeaston Hostel's a bit of a standout fixture, Diggs, isn't it? I think mm-hmm. on Boxing Day, like, like you mentioned. But, but yeah, but uh, I'm Phil Diggs off to Apple Door, mate, at the weekend. I, I travelled back from there with a few cuts and bruises, Diggs, and <laughs> you flipping it. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Christmas and New Year to Phil, mate. And, you know, brilliant what he does for us, Diggs, isn't it? And I'm hoping to go to that Easter ground, Diggs, in Devon, aren't you? You and Phil mentioned that, mate. I'm, I wouldn't mind to go on a few games, uh, that one, Diggs. Have you, you got any plans for it, mate, in Easter? The old Devon ground up? Easter? It's far too far away for me, Rapper. I'm, I, you know, I know. I'm just thinking about the next two weeks, let alone Easter. Blimey. Yeah, there's enough football. Yeah, true, mate. We'll talk about that one again. <laughs> Calm down. I'll put it in what? the diary. Yeah, you're, you're really excited, aren't you, this week? I am, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to 2024, Dinks. <laughs> oh, yeah, just hope it don't let me down, man. Perhaps I'm getting too excited. We're still in 2023 at the moment, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't wish your life away, mate, should we? Shouldn't wish your life. <laughs> Live for the day, mate. Enjoy every day, innit? Yeah. Enjoy every day. Now, let, let's just go back in time, only a few days, but um, uh, some 
you know, some high scoring games or results last Saturday in the, in the West Division. Truro five, Sticker three. Sticker, you know, scored three goals, which is again, yeah. you know, well done to them. Uh, uh, didn't concede any of the game before that in a nil nil draw, but then they go to Truro and lose five three. So uh, loads of goals there. But the the one result I think that surprised certainly surprised me. I don't know about you, Weybridge losing at home three one to Lanson. Yeah, that was the one that stood out for me, Dick. So I, I, I would, I, well, yeah, I'd never have. Uh, obviously, you know, Weybridge, one of my old clubs, mate, and you know, one of the clubs sort of close to me. Aren't really, mate, Weybridge, and you know, yeah, I, I yeah, a bit glad to hear that one, Dick's really. You got to say well done to Neil, though, mate. I'm yeah, Lundson, you know, you know what he's building there. You know, you spoke to him a couple of times, Dick's, and yeah, great bloke, mate, and he, you know, like embraced himself into Cornish football and. Yeah, you got to say that's a that's a fantastic result for Lundsen to to win three one at Bodiv, mate. And it, I don't think Rower would have been too chuffed with it, though, mate. Do you? <laughs> no, really? that's right. For everyone that's happy, do there's always someone that's not very happy. And uh, yeah, 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 true, mate. Okay. Carlington beat in Wendrum one 0 Yeah, got to say well done to them for that. Very Same true, company, mate. Yeah, that sort of yeah. went went under the radar slightly, didn't it? That yeah. One? Yeah, I think it did with the Lumpson result digs, didn't it? I think Callington's sort of result did go under the radar a bit, mate, didn't it? But well done to them, mate. So Ulster winning 4-0 at Penzance as well, Diggs. You've got to say, that's a quality result as well. We thought that might be a bit harder than that, didn't we? But mm. And no game for Liscard. They Their game at St Dennis was postponed, but the, as uh, as we know, they are still top of the table, which is a really good reason why we should speak to their skipper, isn't it? Yeah, what a season he's having, mate. Far too many goals for a midfielder. It is, isn't it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> now, it's the turn to talk to top of the league, top of the table. The skipper is on. We've got him. It's a list guards, Max Gilbert. How are you doing, Max? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? You all good? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Uh, last podcast of the year. So um, we, we've got some stars on today. <laughs> good to hear and we've got you (laughs) (laughs) i'll take it i'll take it right now you've got to take the season so far haven't you it's uh, it's been a great league campaign so far you're just about just past halfway still undefeated can't be much better can it no uh we're, we're thrilled with how it's going so far i mean when i spoke to you earlier this year it was obviously our target to still be at the top mainly for christmas and we're still up there um still unbeaten we haven't had the results we necessarily wanted in the League Cup and stuff and in the Vars and FA Cup, but uh, still in the Senior Cup and still top of the league, we're, we're pretty happy. Yeah. Looking at the table, though, St. Ulster are actually keeping in touch, aren't they? Yeah, they're still very close. Um, we're still very aware of how close they are. I think it's maybe six points in yeah. their games in home. Yeah, six points. That's right. You've you played the same number of games, but um, they're, they're they're well. I say they're only six points because you know, couple couple games and that could be um, you know even closer. So and, and also they've had a bit of a they've been their voodoo for you this season, haven't they? Really, so far. Yeah, I mean, when we faced them uh, at the start of the season, obviously that was a tough game. Um, at home, it was really, really bad conditions. Obviously, I had the stinker at the end. I missed the penalty, but um, <laughs> I mean, that was we, we still take that because it was still a good point to take away. But uh, last week in the League Cup, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a game of two halves. I thought. I mean, people have their opinions, but I came away from it thinking first half we were 
we were I wouldn't say we were the team on top but not by a lot and then second half they they were better and they ended up coming away with a result um but yeah it was just it was just a tough result on the day to be fair last week but I mean like you said six points yeah it's not a lot at all and we I think we play them again maybe late January yeah 27th of January yeah by then it could be a different picture on that uh, league table that's true that's true we can't uh, if we could predict football results uh, as easy as we're talking about them uh, we'd all be millionaires wouldn't we but uh, exactly but I think what we can predict is that you know there's always going to be well, nearly always going to be goals uh, out of Liscard game. You know, you're averaging, was it about five a game at the moment? That's that's terrific. Yeah, I mean, it's, I seen a stat on Twitter the other day and it was pretty staggering because, yeah, our average goals per game, I think it is five. Um, and, I mean, that comes down to just, there's loads of things it comes down to. I mean, um, Nigel Warren asked me the other day to comment on Mikey Smith. Um, he's obviously been an unbelievable addition, but it's not just it's not just Mikey himself. It's the the whole team. We're just something's very different this year. We've just got we got different um, a different style of play, and Mikey adds a lot. And then we've got Finn Bartlett out on the right as well. Uh, DJ's scoring so many again. So yeah, it comes from the whole team really. But five again, yeah, I can't even believe that myself to be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, well, you know, you, let's be fair though. You've had some real tankings. I mean, eight nil, you won seven nil, six nil, six one. You know, seven yeah. two. Well, your lowest league game. You know, just very well. Two one. Oh no, you had a one nil, a, a win against Penzance. That must have been a boring game for you guys. I wasn't there for Penzance. Oh, well, that's the reason, that. right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not the reason it was the one no day. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't see it, but I did I did get told it was just a tough game. I mean, again, Penzance, especially going down to Penzance, but even hosting them, they're a tough side, really tough side to play against. I think, I don't think there's, I know we say we've had a lot of good results, but um, I, I think that's down to the way we play on the day, not down to the opposition, because I think every opposition in this league still still very good, got some great players around. But I just think most games we just we've been turning up and yeah, demolishing people demolishing teams. But I th- yeah, like I said, Penzance, I, I just heard it was a really tough battle against them and the conditions weren't great. So mm. that was the reason. Now you haven't played that much league football recently. Your last league game, um well, that was that was a six nil down at Wendron. Now I went to that game expecting it to be a little bit tighter than that, but um, but six nil, you, you could no way could you've gone there expecting that sort of result. No, um, and that's probably our my favourite performance from everyone this year. We all said the same because, um, like you said, we went down there really expecting it to be a tough battle because um, the last few years they've caused us trouble. They're they're like they're. They've been a bit of our bogey team, really, because they're, they're a big physical side. It's a long way to go for us. And when they come up to us, they always give us a good challenge. But, um, yeah, again, just on our on that day, we were we were outstanding all over. Um, and, yeah, that was probably my favourite result of the season so far. <laughs> and a Mikey Smith hat-trick as well. So there he is again. Shock. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> yeah, as far as you go, though, personally, how how do you rate your season so far? Well, 
I mean, yeah, it's my best season so far. Um, I, I think I said to you earlier... Different role, slightly, podcast, yeah. Yeah, it's a very different role. And I've just I've got to thank Bobby and uh, Darren for that, actually, because the last few years, um, under different management, I've they've tried playing me in a high high position and I, I don't know I don't know the reason but I just never really enjoyed it but this year um, they really wanted me to try it and pursue it so I put a bit of trust in them and I, I, I pursued it for a few games and then I started enjoying it even more than when I played a little bit deeper in the team um, and it's starting to pay off I think personally so um, personally it's the best season I've had so far um, I think that also comes with like the people around me and the experience we've got in the team now obviously we've not just Mike, Mikey Smith, but we've got like people like Corey Harvey have played at a really good level as well. Um, brought Josh McCabe in and just playing with uh, players like that. It's, yeah, there's, it's, it's like we've got 11 captains out there, not just myself. Um, and it's just a really, really good morale we've got going as well. Yeah, and it's a good mixture though, isn't it? Because you've also got the likes of the youngsters. Uh, I think I'm right in saying the youngsters, Harry Jeffrey, <laughs> Finn Bartlett, Will Larson, those sort of players. Yeah, and Harvey Mullis as well. We've yeah, got, Harvey, and, um, of course. Yeah, Darren's boy, Darren's boy, Will Gilbert. There's there's loads of them. So yeah, and like I said, the team morale is the best it's ever been. Um, we've got a really good uh, social side going on, which we we haven't we've not struggled with the past few years. But I I think that's a massive massively important part for us this year because we're so good as a group off the pitch. Uh, it really shows on the pitch. Like we want to work for each other. Yeah. Okay. Well. Boxing Day, Dob Walls away, um, and then you've got another six away games. That's if the, the fixtures go to schedule. Um, you're going to forget what Lux Park is like, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I did see that the other day. We've got a lot of away games coming up. Um, uh, well, I mean, over this Christmas period, that's not necessarily a bad thing for Lux Park. It gives it a nice rest. And then you've got <laughs> the ladies in the second team. But again, like you said, Dave, I can't imagine there'll be lots of games on with the weather we've had. Hmm. What's the pitch like? Uh, your game against Sinalstall, that League Cup game. It must have been. Uh, was heavy. it touch and go? Uh, I I'm not really sure. When I spoke to John, he said we had a message on the Monday saying games definitely on, and then <laughs> Tuesday overnight and Wednesday overnight we had a lot of rain. So I spoke to Darren, and he said, "Well, we'll have to have a look later." But when we warmed up on it, it was it was very soft and cutting up. But I mean, you couldn't have called it off because there was no standing water. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it was down to me, I would I would definitely call it off every time the pitch is like that because I think it just makes it harder for us to play. But um, obviously, that's not the rules. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was definitely going to be called on because there was no standing water. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then what about your best goal this season? Have you got Have you got one that sort of sticks out in your memory? Yes, I, I actually do, <laughs> Dave. It's the um, my one against Holdsworthy. It was it was a bit of a hit and hope. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think you were there to see it. No. A hit and hope from inside our own half. And um, yeah, somehow ended up in the back. And the keeper was quite a way off his line. But I think that was just to finish off the 8 0 win. So that's <laughs> that's one that does stand out. Yeah. All uh, right. Nice one. And if you could have something for Christmas, would it be lessons on how to take penalties or what? Uh, absolutely, it would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you could find me some lessons, Dave, I'll I'll take them up. <laughs> Are you definitely off them now then, or what? 
Uh, I mean, I don't plan on going back on them at any point soon because I think Mikey Mikey scored everyone since. Oh, then right. I think there's quite a few other people in line before me. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to stay off them. <laughs> right, okay. Well, look, have a great Christmas. Um, I, I'm assuming you'll be taking it easy on, on Christmas Day, won't you, seeing you've got a big game the day after? Yeah, I think we've got a, a team not out after the game on Boxing Day, so I will be taking it easy Christmas Day. Oh, right. Good idea. <laughs> I, actually, do you enjoy playing Boxing Day? I used to love it, to be honest. I do. Um, the last few years, we've been playing the day after Boxing Day. and I'm not going to lie to you, Dave. Last year, when we went to Doubles away, I was really hoping it was off because I was very hungover. Oh. This, this year, I'm happy that it's um, on <laughs> Boxing Day early morning. Right. Is that your excuse for not winning at Doubles last season? No, it's not at all. It's, well, I mean, my performance probably didn't help towards it, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's not an excuse at all. We didn't deserve to win, I don't think. <laughs> right. Well, we wish you the best of luck this season. You know, keep going in the league, basically, because both Rappo and I have tipped you for the league champions this season. So don't let us down. No, we will try, mate. I'll, I'll try. So uh, yeah, thank you again for the call, Dave. Have a nice Christmas, mate. Yeah, and you enjoy it. And uh, well, carry on enjoying your football. Thanks, mate. Your Cornish Yeah, like Matt said, Dick's Liscoll are having a, a top season, mate, and they especially in the league. I mean, scoring goals for fun, like you said, mate, all over the pitch as well, Dick's, isn't it? I mean, top three scorers in the league, mate, you know. You know, Mike and DJ on 22 each. And Max, mate, you know, scored 20 from midfield. I mean, that's a joke, Dix, isn't it, really? A midfielder scoring 20 goals by Chris. He's like Frank Lampard on drugs, mate. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, he wears that same blue kit as well, mate, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Is, is he number eight as well? Max, mate, is he number eight? He's like Frank Lampard, mate, on, on stomach, mate. But perhaps I shouldn't say on drugs on this show, mate. Well, I, was I don't say, want to say yeah, Max. Don't want to cast. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say Max. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, mate. But but you know what I mean, Dix? He's, he's like uh, he's like Frank Lampard having a few Red Bulls, I should say, mate, tonight before the <laughs> yeah. game. But, I think, but I is, think yeah. is Max actually number 10? Or is he number eight? I don't I'm feeling DJ's got 10, mate. Oh, is he? Oh, because I think, well, he's certainly gone from a number six to a number eight position or while he's digs, hasn't he? Yeah. Max this season. Yeah. 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 I don't know, mate. But um, I'll have to ask Jack, mate. He played for Liz Gordon a few friendly start of the season, mate. He's How is Jack going to remember that? For goodness sake, Rappu. How can, he's not going to know he's that. He's in Abu Dhabi now, isn't he? Having a good time with it. Well, he Matt. he's upstairs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he has been in Abu Dhabi, mate, hasn't he? But. But um, but yeah, I mean, we both went for Lescar Deeks, didn't we? I think they're proving their credentials, mate, aren't they? Week in, week out, yeah. And like you said, Deeks really six 0 at Wendron. I think that says says it all, doesn't it? Really. I mean, so still the only side that's really going to give them any sort of problems, mate, and uh, and and have given them problems, aren't they, this season? So, so it'd be interesting to see how January the twenty seventh goes, Deeks. You know that one along. You know, along with a fair run of away games coming up for Liscard Dix, I suppose if they can get through all that, Dix, you, you know, you got to fancy them, mate. Um, yeah, you know, sort of going on to to do what we said, Dix, and and Max banging in about forty odd goals this season, mate. You wouldn't put him past that either, would you? Right. So yeah, okay, Bad, mate. Okay, but th- there's one club actually that could have a say in the title race, uh, and that's Newquay. If you look at their fixtures. They've got St. Allstorm Boxing Day, 
Uh, they've got to play Liscard twice, and and that's not until March and April that uh, they're fixtured. They then got the return game against St. Austell, um, which I'm assuming is Good Friday, 29th of March. So could Newquay have a big say in it? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Actually, I've, I've wrote that down, mate, actually. you saying that. I, th- I think Newquay are involved in probably the two big games over the festive sort of period, things, aren't they? Because like you say, you've got St. Austell Boxing Day and that, what's it they call it, the old Restormal Derby, isn't it, mate, that one? Mm. Uh, at Mount Wise. And then on the 30th, mate, they've got Wendron away, haven't they, as well? So, but yeah, they're involved in two of the sort of biggest games over Christmas, mate, and they new Keith. So I think you're right, Dick Shit. Yeah. Big day, aren't they? Yeah. So. Well, let's hear what their manager, Sean Middleton, thinks about it all. Now, he's at training, but he's he's ready to talk to the podcast. It's Sean Middleton. How are you doing, Sean? Yeah, good, thanks, Dave. Yep, just had to um, just come down to my van because it's too windy up on the Astro Turf. So uh, they're probably playing heads and volleys now. I've left. <laughs> yeah. Now, no game for a week. So what sort of session is it going to be tonight? Um, well, yeah, we're going to have a good high-tempo session tonight. I think we've got it for about an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good, intense training session tonight um ross ross the coach he's put on some he, every session he does is really good so he's um put on a decent session that's related to bits that we need to work on so we'll, we'll go for that and yeah make sure it's a, a real good good leg burner you know <laughs> i remember those sort of nights yes um and what do you do then you stand back and watch do you or what yeah i mean um ross during the games ross takes down notes of where we think we could be doing things better and um, all these bits and pieces. And he generally puts a session on related to the previous games and he tries to cross out all the the negatives that we've done, make sure we try and put them right. So Ross loves his coaching. He's an unbelievable coach. So I just let him get on, do his thing. I do my thing and it it seems to work well together. Fair enough. Right. And so the season so far, how, how would you sum it up for Newquay? Um, yeah, I've got to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with where we are at the minute. Um, you know, things can always be better. You know, we could always have more points, but they could always, you know, be a bit worse. So I think where we are and how we've had to completely real be, real be, real build the team from last year. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm extremely happy with it. And you've actually still, well, you're fourth in the table, so you're not out of the title race yourself, but you've also got, I reckon, quite a big say in where the title might might end up. Yeah, potentially, mate. You know, I'm not too bothered about what the other teams are doing, to be honest. I'm just going to concentrate on what we're doing. And I'm not a big fan of looking too far in front of who we got in two or three weeks and all the rest of it. I'm just, you know, right now, I'm just thinking about St. Austin, how we can how we can beat St. Austell. That's that's all I care about at the minute. I'm not thinking about the game after that or who else, who else everybody else has got. I, I barely look at the league table, to be honest, Dave. <laughs> right. I love that. You barely look at the league no, table. No. I, I, like, I like to sleep at night. <laughs> Shall I tell you that you're 15th at the moment? You're nearly relegation, so... <laughs> Perfect. Get sacked soon, then. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah... 
at Christmas, you've got two cracking games, really, haven't you? Well, I'll, I'll tell you who you got, because you might not know who you got on the Saturday. You, yep. You've got St. Allstorm Boxing Day and then yep. Wendron on the Saturday. So, um, And I'll tell you, because you don't look at the league tables very much, St. Allstorm second, Wendron third. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, two good teams, yeah. I, know, I mean, I, I obviously know what two <laughs> games we've got. So, But like I say, St. Allstorm, who we're going to think about. I mean, I've watched them a few times this year and I've, I've been really really impressed with with what they've got there and you know the managers he, he built a decent side there you know he's got some good high profile players and they seem to be doing well so we've got to focus on them and see how we can nullify them and see how we can try and beat them I suppose so I, I'm intrigued to, to know how much time do you actually spend thinking about the opposition obviously when it comes up close to the, that game do you spend a lot of time thinking about their players or your players and how you're going to beat them? How you're going to line up? What? what yeah, what's I your, mean, that's, what's your yeah, thinking? That's, that's a that's a you know really good valid question because people do say that you don't want to think too much about the opposition, but you know you you have to show them a bit of respect and see how you can try and eliminate you know their their positives in their team and um, also counteract that with what what we've got, you know, because we've got players that they'll definitely be thinking about and be worrying about. So, you know, you've got to weigh both options up. You've got to respect certain things of their game and I'm sure they'll respect some bits of our game. So both teams will have a good go at it. I'm sure they will. And it could, well, it should be quite an interesting game really, shouldn't it? I mean, St. Austin obviously uh, going well in the league and, and they've done well in some of the cup competitions. You guys, um, at home at Mount Wise on Boxing Day, uh, it's it's always you know a, a good time to play a game, isn't it? Isn't it? Eleven o'clock on Boxing Day. Um, do you enjoy those those sort of uh, memories, Boxing Day memories, or not? Uh, yeah, it's the best best day of the season, isn't it? It's um, yeah, it's the best game of the season because you know afterwards you you go out with your mates and have a laugh, and a lot of your family and friends come up and watch, so you, you kind of make a day of it, but. I always used to love Boxing Day. It's always been my, my favourite game of the season. So, yeah, this season will be the same. I think all the players, they seem really up for it and looking forward to it. Um, and I'm sure the Central supporters and their players and staff, they'll, they'll be the same. Because I suppose in recent years, it's been the old Newquay Godolphin derby, isn't it? It's not, not going to be quite the same, I suppose. Not quite so many people there watching. Uh, possibly not, but... I mean, we used to get some really good crowds in UK Godolphin, you know, it was touched on 500s and 600s and stuff. It, it, it did fizzle out towards the end, but we've had some really good fixtures um, against them. But ultimately, St. Austell is also a derby, you know, it's the Restormal derby. Um, it's probably, you know, they're on level with the amount of people living their town to our town, I suppose. So I think there's always been a little bit of a rivalry between UK and St. Austell. Um, well, there was when I played anyway, and I'm sure there was years before that. So, um, yeah, it should have a little bit of edge to it. It's going to be a great day. It should be fun. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the weather forecast is like, but um, let's hope, you know, the weather is on your side as well. Everyone fit and re- ready to go as far as you're aware? Mm, yeah, we've got a couple of players. You know, they're on, they're on a race against the clock. So, hopefully, they're not here at training tonight. So, they got a week off and... Hopefully they will recover and be ready for it, you know. So, but we've we've got a squad. We've got players available, if not. Um, but yeah, I mean, for them, we we hope they're fit and ready to go. And just looking at your goal scorers, um, where's Alex Cole been this season? Has he been out injured for a long time, or what? 
Yeah, so he 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 did his ankle pre-season against Falmouth, um, Falmouth Reserves at our place, and I think he must have had good good ten weeks off. Mm. Um, and then yeah, he's come back. He he's been he's played probably been involved in the last eight, I'd say eight to ten games. I would have thought. Right. Okay, because it's just you know it stood out that he hadn't scored many goals. That's all. So uh, um, I just wondered what the situation was. And you yourself, you you enjoying the managerial role? Are you this season? Because obviously you took over, you know, in the summer. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, Dave. Um, I've always said like if if I did go into man, it's not something I've like dreamed about doing, but it seemed like a natural progression, I suppose. But uh, I think it's important. You just got to good group of lads um you know and you've got people behind you supporting you which we have this year the committee and everybody around the clubs have been great so that makes things easier um, um and i said like we've got a real good change room i've got a really good coach assistant coach um assistant manager ross maynard he's a really good guy we get on really well so we, we we see we see football the same which helps um, but it is any any manager would tell you that it is takes up a lot of your time, a lot of your free time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I don't get dragged there every week. I go there by choice. And if I did stop enjoying it, then you would ask questions. But right now, yeah, I'm loving it to be honest. Great stuff. Well, look, um, take it easy, Christmas Day. Well, mind you, yeah. you're, you're manager, so I, I suppose you know you can have a you can have a an enjoyable Christmas Day, can't you? Mate, I will be enjoying Christmas Day. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Got uh, we're booked into the Pentire Hotel, five course meal, oh. loads of wine, loads of beer. We'll we'll be having a good time. Hey, they're they're paying you too much at Newquay, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> right. Well, look, have a great Christmas uh, with the family yeah, on Dave. on Christmas Day, and enjoy the the Boxing Day game as well. And uh, we'll be looking out for that result. Thanks very much. Appreciate it, mate. Happy Christmas to everybody. Uh, have a safe one. Take care. Cheers, bud. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Got, got to say, mate, Mitzi's doing a, a really good job with the peppermint sticks. You know, I've got to be honest, I, I did fear the worst a little bit, Dicks, in the summer when, when Craig and Ash left, mate, Nuki. You know, after watching them, obviously, several times last season, mate, you know, obviously when Jack was playing for them, mate, I, I watched about 20-odd games and, and they played some, you know, cracking football, mate, in probably 15 of those games. You know, I, I thought at times, mate, you know, they, they were as good as anyone in the league, mate, football-wise, but got to say mate Mitzi's sort of come in and, he, and he's carried that on and and probably even they're probably even a place or two higher than Nuki were last season Dicks aren't they so yeah. you know you got to say mate you know fantastic job done by Mitzi you know he's brought, brought some good players back in you know like to Louie and all that mate and you know doing well in the table fourth in the table Dicks and you know, and they've had some pretty impressive results along the way, mate, playing some some good stuff, I think. So I was just to see Nuki do well, mate. Obviously, for me personally, Dicks, you know, I'd, I'd sort of four or five good seasons at Nuki, mate. So I always follow their results, mate. And, you know, well done, Mitzi, mate. Good good, uh, good first first half of the season, Dicks, that is. Yeah, that's right. So uh, just looking at the fixtures coming up, there are no games in the South West Peninsula League on Saturday. 
they all kick off on Boxing Day. Some are at 11 o'clock, uh, and we're talking about the West here. Uh, 11 o'clock, Bobbin against Weybridge. Bude, home to Holsworthy. Dobwalls take on Miscard. Mullion, home to Wendron. Uh, the one that we've uh, focused on, Newquay, home to AFC Sinorstal, and then Sticker against St. Dennis. 12 o'clock, we've got Penzance against True City Reserves. And uh, at 2.30, Callington Town play Lanson. Um, and then Friday the 29th, as uh, Phil and I talked about, uh, we got in the West Division, 7.30 kickoff, Camelford, home to Butte Town. And then if you move on to Saturday week, the 30th of December, and uh, not quite so many games in the West, but um, 2.15, Lancet against Dobwalls, Weybridge home to Callington, and at 3 o'clock, St. Austell take on Mullion, St. Dennis against True City Reserves, and Wendron United against Newquay. And uh, that should be the, the best game of the day, I reckon, that one. Wendron against Newquay, rapper. Yeah, I think so, Diggs. And you looking at the fixtures, mate, I think that could, you know, sort of Wendron gone off the boil a little bit, Diggs, haven't they? Um, you know, sort of youngy, sort of, you know, work commitments, not playing, Diggs. And obviously, you know, player I know really well, Diggs, you know, I think he's a cracking, probably one of the best left-backs in the county, mate. Well, I, th- I think, mate, um, well, I'm talking about Reese Carroll, Diggs, you know, gone, <laughs> yeah. to, gone to, I better say the name first. It, it does help, gone. it does help, yeah. It does help, but yeah, that's it. Especially at Christmas, mate, you know, everyone likes a Christmas Carroll, Diggs, don't they? Oh. oh so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate, but, but now nah, I've been watching, I've been watching Reese since he was 10, Diggs, and I remember saying to his mum, mate, you know, one trade, he's, he's only about 10, I, I said, I said, Tracy, I said, Reese is going to be one of the best left backs in the county when he's a, when he's a bloke, when he grows up. And, you know, I, 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 along with like, I'd say Bradley Leavers, Deeks at Falmouth and maybe Callum Mortendale, Deeks. I, you know, I can't think of a better left back than, than Reese, mate. I think he's in the top three Ooh. in the county, Deeks, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd go, I think he's a cracking player. I, I think he might, you know, he's a, you know, he's going to flourish, I think, mate, in the Western League. He's, it, you know, he's got a bit of physicality about him now, mate. He's filled out and lovely left foot. Things. I don't know if you've watched Reese a lot, Diggs, but and he's got eyes for goal, mate. You know, he's he's one of them players, mate, you know, that when he gets forward, mate, he's got a hell of a strike on him as well. So I can see him doing really well at Blake. Hell of a signing for Blazy, that is, Diggs. A really good signing. And, but yeah, you know, I think, I don't know, mate. Mikey's lost a couple of players, hasn't he? Wendron gone off the boil a little bit, Deeks, and, and Nuki playing well, mate. Could, could be a little, well, I'm not going to say a surprise result, Deeks. Would it Would it be a surprise? But, you know, Weybridge went to Wendron and won, didn't they, the other week? So I think Nuki, mate, yeah, I think Midsy will be fancying that trip to Wendron, mate. Everyone likes a game at Wendron, Deeks, don't they? Nice <laughs> venue to go and play. You know, it's a nice place to go and play, isn't it? You know, you've got a hard game there, but. But yeah, interesting times, I think, at Wendron Deeks, isn't it, at the minute? Yeah, I think you're right there. Transition period. Transition, that's a word that's used yeah. a lot in football these days, isn't it? Transition. Along with pressing. Yeah. Pressing is another word. Yeah, that's yeah, it is, mate, isn't it? Pressing, mate, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just shutting the defenders down, isn't it? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose if you could say yeah. one word, what you've, you know, shutting a defender yeah, down. Yeah, mate. Yeah. One word yeah. for four words, yeah. Yeah, true, mate. Yeah, good swap. Good swap, mate. Good swap, right. <laughs> yeah, good swap. Okay, so that's South West Peninsula League uh, for this year. 
You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Let's move on to the women's scene. And, uh, uh, well, just a handful of results, really, to bring you from last Sunday as the, the weather, I think, beat most people in the Southwest Regional mm-hmm. uh, Premier Division. Um, not so good for our two Cornish sides. in Austin lost 4-2 at Forest Green Rovers and Liscard lost 2-0 at home to Marine Academy Plymouth. Um, in the Western Division, some high-scoring results here. A better day for the Cornish side. Saltash 7-1 up at Biddeford. They, they won. And Helston won 7-0 at Middlesoy. What was it, about 7 for them? I don't know. Um, in the Women's League, Cornwall Women's League, Division 1, Saltash Borough won at, uh, at Bobbin 3-1. Codros 2, Maisel 0. And in Division 2, Callington lost 3-1 at home to Lanner. St. Agnes Reserves, 9-0 win at Charlestown. And Wendron, another convincing win, 5-0 against Ludgevin. Um, FX, I can't understand this one, Rappo. FXSU, well, I can to some extent. FXSU, which we know is linked to Falmouth Uni, isn't it? Um, they... They lost. Well, it was an it was an away walkover for Biscovay. Now FXSU are top of the league, so you might know more than me on this. Are they purely a student yeah. team? Are they all away for Christmas yeah. or what? Exactly that, Deeks. Yeah, I think I think exactly that, mate. I think uh, yeah, they didn't have any players, mate. From what I'm gathering, mate, they are sort of predominantly all sort of students. Deeks, if you watch them play, they're all quite sort of young, fit girls. If you know what I mean, Deeks. Yeah. Right. Without saying you're not an old pervert, mate. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> that come out a bit wrong. They're, they're sort of a young thing, Dicks, but they're all sort of athletic type girls, mate, where you don't always get in women's football, if you know what I mean, Dicks. You, right. you usually get a couple of, you know, ladies that are sort of, you know, not the fittest, like, but can play a bit. But, but they're, yeah, they're all quite athletic, young, a young team. So, yeah, I think they're all pretty much students, Dick. So could, I, I'm could imagining that, could all... that cost them the title though, not being around? Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, Dick, isn't it? When you think, mate, you know, like they've they've had such a good season, and you know, if it does, mate, that, it would be a shame, wouldn't it, mate? Really? You would have, you would have thought, the, well. yeah, you would have thought the league might have allowed them just to, you know, rearrange the game, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. You would, wouldn't you, mate? I, I, I'm surprised the game was even arranged in the first place, aren't you, Dick? Really? On the 17th of December, you know, I'm surprised there was any sort of games anyway, a week before Christmas, really. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, ho- hopefully it don't cost it because they are the best team in the league, Deeks, from what I've seen, mate. You know, I mean, I haven't seen all the ladies' teams, obviously, but I've seen a fair few now, mate, watching sort of wees. And yeah, they're, they're definitely the best team I've seen, Deeks, by, by quite a stretch, mate. So I still think they'll win the league, mate, if I'm honest. Well, Lanner, honest. Lanner go top of the table now. So uh, Lanner, yeah. Lanner top, yeah. Biscovay second. In fact, that was quite an important game, wasn't it? Because they played, well, they didn't play Biscovay, yeah. but they lost the points against Biscovay, who, who move above them in the table. Played the same number of games, six games, and Biscovay one point ahead of FXSU. So... Uh, Interesting stuff there. That's Division 2, but we're talking. We're going to talk now about Division 1, and again, it's top of the table side. It's, um, well, it's uh, RNS Codros, and uh, many thanks to Megan Williams for coming on the podcast. 
Now, before the women's game takes a, a bit of a break around the Christmas period, let's talk to someone involved in the game. And uh, it's welcome to the podcast, Megan Williams, RNAS Code Rose Ladies. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bit of a nice mouth- to be here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Bit of a mouthful, isn't it? RNAS Code Rose Ladies. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you've got to be... Um, You've got to be content going into Christmas, haven't you? Top of the table? Yeah, definitely. Um, we've had a very strong start to the season, um, only losing one in the league so far. Um, the girls really put a, have put a shift in this side of Christmas and hopefully we can continue it when it starts up in the new year. Now, you're actually player manager, aren't you? So do you play very much or not? Um, I I not as much as I used to. I had I suffered a, a nasty injury a couple of seasons ago and I'm just recovering from it. So I'm sort of, if there's enough spaces, I'll put myself on the bench and maybe come on for 15, 20 minutes, right. um, depending if I'm needed really, which <laughs> thankfully they can, all the girls can do a job. So I'm not really needed too much, thankfully. <laughs> right. May I ask, what was a nasty injury? Um, I uh, tore my ACL and my PCL. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Tearing ACLs in ladies football is a bit of a talking point, isn't it? Yes, definitely. It seems to be um, happening a lot, especially it's all the way up even mm. into the Women's Super League. So, yeah, it's quite it, a common injury. <laughs> right. Well, it's good to hear that you're on the road to recovery anyway. And um, but it, it's probably easier stand as a manager. It's probably better standing back and letting the, the rest of the players get on with it, isn't it? Yes, yeah, definitely. It's just nice to be able to keep in, in touch with the game as well because obviously if I'm not playing as much, I, I just love football, really. I, I I even did a referee's course to become a referee when I got injured just to sort of keep my hand in it. So that's been a little bit on the side as well. So <laughs> Have you actually refed any games or not? Yeah, yeah, I've done I've done a few. And? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Had a, had a, you have a little bit of grief as you do as a referee, but <laughs> right. it comes part, hand in hand with the game. Unfortunately, everybody does it. I myself have been on the wrong side of it and given it out when I've been a player as well. So I th- unfortunately, it's something that happens which shouldn't, but hopefully we can change that in the future. Yeah, it, it's an emotional game though, isn't it? Sometimes we all get a bit carried away when afterwards we look back and think, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely emotions can get the better of most of us, I think, especially in high stakes games as well. So let's go back a little bit. How did you get involved? Uh, Is Code Rose your only club or have you been around ladies football for a while? Uh, Yes. So, I mean, I've been playing ladies football since I was, well, since I could 16, so I'm coming on 11 years now. I actually started off at my local team, um, Mullion Ladies. Um, I was there for a couple of seasons. We had a good start and then it sort of went downhill we they folded and then I went over to Mausel ladies All right. um which was the old Penzance team I believe um it was over there for a couple of seasons uh, we did really well we had a really good bunch of bunch of ladies we did quite well in the league and the cups as well and then um after lockdown I believe so when football started up again that's when I joined Cold Rose bit more local for me <laughs> right and well you're doing all right though aren't you i had a quick look your runners up um uh last season in division one of the cornwall women's league but you were champions yep. of division two the season before so um you've had a bit of success over recent years 
Yeah, yeah, the girls definitely. I mean, I've only just taken over as manager this year. Right. Um, so it was George Passon that uh, brought the girls through for the last couple of seasons. Um, been very, obviously, winning the league in Division 2, runners-up last year. It's the same sort of bunch of girls, um, or ladies, and um, hopefully this year we can go on and win this league and see what, what's next, really. They've uh, definitely come on leaps and bounds because they struggled, I mean, when they first started up. So they've definitely uh, got a lot stronger over the last sort of five or six years. And is George still involved or not? Has he stood um, right not, back? Uh, yeah, he's taken a step back from this team this season. Um, I believe he's helping out with some of the younger age groups to try and get them coming through as well. Because um, at Coldrose, we've got a girls team at every age group, so which is good. Right. So we've got a good thing. we've got a good bunch of girls hopefully coming through to eventually play for the ladies team. So what's the youngest age group involved? Um under eights, I believe. Under eights. Um, yeah, oh. my daughter actually plays for them as well. So. Oh, right. <laughs> so under nice. eights. Yeah. Right. Under eights through to under sixteens, I think. Blimey. So uh, yeah. quite a setup there. And of course, just down the road, you've got Helston as well, haven't you? As uh, you know, uh, they've got a fairly uh, sort of um, condensed setup as well, haven't they, with ladies' football? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they've got, I mean, their ladies' team is obviously doing really well in the uh, regional um, league. I think they're sitting second at the moment, which is good. It's good to have some teams from Cornwall doing well for a change. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. And um, they've got a good, I think they've got a decent setup in the girls', girls teams as well. So Right, so your last game was uh, Sunday 2-0 win against Mosul. How did that one go? Yeah, was, I mean, in my opinion, it was probably the best we've played all season. We went in with, I mean, I had to step in goal because um, we started off without a goalkeeper. Um, but the girls put in a shift. There was, we, I couldn't have asked for more from them, really. They were just a, a unit and I don't think I've seen them play better all season. So um, it, was very, it was a very good win for us considering we probably weren't at our strongest so it was nice to sit top for Christmas <laughs> yeah that's right where where was the normal goalie then uh she did they we have two usually but unfortunately they weren't um available um but what the one of our goalkeepers actually came at half time thankfully um, so we managed to get her on to see the game through <laughs> you were glad to get out of there were you <laughs> yeah yeah I was glad to go back on the sidelines <laughs> Well, yeah, but um, you've got someone close to you that could give you a few tips about goalkeeping. I mean, yeah, um, my husband, obviously, <laughs> is Paul William. So um, he, it mainly seems to think he's the Pep Guardiola at the moment <laughs> of ladies football. So, um, but obviously, yeah, he's not, it's not bad to have him to help out with our goalkeepers as well. And he used to be my goalkeeping coach as well. Uh-huh. So thankfully, I had a, a few tips. Right. And they paid off, I would say. So right. I made a couple of good saves. I'll, I'll, I'll put that in there. <laughs> right. And two goals from Jasmine Bibby. Um, she, yes, yep. She's what, well, equal top goal, goal scorer for you this season, I see on the stats. Yes, yeah. She's come on leaps and bounds this season. Um, she's been playing really well um every game you can count on her she's just one of the quickest girls i've ever seen i'd even say she would put a few men through their paces to be fair the full backs um yeah and i believe ellie ellie cunningham is our joint dot goal scorer with her as well so she was a little unlucky to not go outright on sunday because we had a goal scrubbed out but it is what it is unfortunately 
um, we go again. Yeah, talking about goals, and at the end of the day, we all love talking about goals. Um, you don't score many, though, do you? You're top of the table, played nine. You've only actually scored 17 goals. That's uh, I, I would have expected a few more than that. No, I know. Um, it's been, to be fair, it's a really competitive league. And I mean, there hasn't been any sort of droughts, really, like everybody, anybody getting like smashed, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, most of our games, we've sort of won one or two nil or sort of like two one um so yeah we haven't scored maybe as many as we would like to but at the end of the day we're still winning games which is the main thing even if it's by one goal still gets you the three points yeah that's very true i mean just looking at the table uh Penryn ladies they're bottom at the moment they've actually uh well, they've only scored eight, but they've only conceded 22. And um, so it's amazing. As you said, that just confirms that it's a low-scoring division, isn't it? So uh, Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you say, I know they're, they're sitting bottom at the moment, but they're not an easy team to play. I mean, even though all their results, they've been close, they've been unlucky. When they played us, we found it difficult to break them down. Um, we eventually got the win. Um, but like I said, yeah from first place down to, I think, seven seven teams in our league. I mean, anybody could could win it this year, I think. It's really it's really good. It's so competitive. It's really good for ladies' football, really. I was going to ask you, the next question was, who do you sort of look to, uh, to, you know, to, to sort of rival you for the championship? But it sounds like anyone could do it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially sort of the top five teams at the moment, it's all really close because um, obviously a few of the uh, teams sitting below us have got games in hand. Mm. So, I mean, it could be anybody's, which is really exciting, really. Couldn't really ask for a better league, in my opinion. Is it just the top one goes up or what? I believe it's the top two top have two, right? Yeah, this year because um, obviously the the Division Two league's quite big, so I think they're trying to put a couple up from that league as well, uh, right. sort of even out the leagues in Cornwall. So with going up, it would involve a little bit more travelling. Is that an issue, or is that likely to be an issue, or does that you know is that all part of the game sort of thing, all accepted, and you just get on with it, or what? Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's one of those things where if if we are if we get through to that stage and we actually go up, the girls will obviously want to do it. Um, we have got, like I said, an under sixteens team, so we've got a good. I think there's about ten to twelve possibly coming up Crikey. to play next season um, for ladies football. So hopefully we'll have the depth and squad for travelling as well. We might not take the same squad every week especially the longer journeys it'll hopefully give everybody a break um you're gonna have a selection problem aren't you with all those extra players yeah definitely um i'm not sure what the plan is next season if it's going to be one team or they might take on an under 18s team i think there's a discussion of um doing an under 18s league i'm not 100 sure so we'd have to see what happens towards the end of this season next season but it's something we'll we'll definitely talk about, especially if we're near the top towards the end of the season. And the game in general, it sounds to be uh, very popular, uh, well, ever-growing at the moment, isn't it, the women's game? Yes, definitely. I mean, I've been I've been in playing football since I was five years old and the opportunities that I had were next to none considered, uh, compared to sort of girls that are between 10 and 16 nowadays, which is really, really good. 
um, a lot more people are getting recognised, um, especially down in Cornwall. It's difficult, um, but there's a lot more opportunities, I think. And like I said, growing game as well is is just amazing to see how much it's growing from grassroots all the way through the levels, really. And just getting the the um, the respect, I feel, as well um, from everybody. Because why, why shouldn't women's game be like the men's game? Yeah. Is it actually on the curriculum at school or what? I don't know. I, 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 no, I don't know. I'm either. not sure. I think, I mean, I think so. I know in primary school, it's obviously mixed teams, but oh. I wouldn't know in, in terms of secondary school. Certainly getting to the stage it should be, isn't it? Yes, definitely. I would like to think it would, if it's not at the moment, it'll definitely be on the cards in the next sort of next couple of years i would hope right. to try and encourage more girls coming through yeah and now christmas break your next game is the 14th of january so what's the plan between now and then you must surely be having some training sessions and that sort of thing um yeah so i mean we're going to give the girls a good good break over the christmas period and we're probably gonna um give them a couple of weeks off and start training the first sort of Tuesday back in January, hopefully, to get a couple of training sessions in before the first game because it'll be a tough game against Saltashbara yeah. away. So we definitely need to get back in the uh, swing of things before that game, I think. Because <laughs> they've already beaten you this season, haven't they? They have, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they beat us in the County Cup. So and we beat them in the league. I think it was two weeks before. So it's definitely <laughs> very. It's a very competitive fixture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course up there, well, it's almost bound to be on, isn't it? Because they play on the old artificial surface, yes. don't they? So yes, yeah. So they'll definitely be going ahead. So we'll definitely need to be ready for it. Right. Well, look, uh, thanks for coming on. It's it's good to hear a bit more about the the local women's game. Um, and you're obviously enjoying it. By the sounds of it, you're well, yeah, well involved. So uh, yeah. that's the important yeah. thing. Um, have a great Christmas and best of luck uh, uh, with the second half of the season. Yep, yeah, and you. And thank you very much. Hopefully we'll be uh, near near the top by the end of it. <laughs> well, that's that's the idea. But uh, Yeah, definitely. Who's your nearest rival? Sinagnus at the moment. Are they likely to be... Um, you, you I mean, know? yeah, so it'll be St Agnes, obviously second at the moment, but they've got a game in hand and we're only a point ahead. So, Ooh. and I believe we've got them on the 21st of January. So it might be a very big game. <laughs> oh, right. So. Okay. A game to look at then. Thanks yeah, very much. Definitely. Thank, All right. Thank you. Thanks, Megan. Thanks. Bye. 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 Yeah, sorry to hear about Megan's ACL. Deeks is, I mean, it's the worst injury in football that is, mate, isn't it? Without a doubt, Deeks is a, you know, keeps you out for a season, mate, doesn't it? That one is a horrible injury. And, you know, that's from someone that, lost four or five seasons through injury myself thinks so I, I can feel for Megan there mate but we're good to see she's pursuing like other football things thinks isn't it like refer you know a refereeing course and you know I think a lot of people should do that mate shouldn't they when they're injured and that I think it would get them through a bit thinks isn't it good idea for Megan really mm. I think that mate and even if you don't referee a game Dix, I think you'll I mean we was you know we were talking about referees on last week's show Dix, I mean pretty Pretty vocal. Well, you, it, you, were, was, you were uh, talking about referees. That's right. Yeah, I was. I got yeah. I got mixed. I got mixed. Um, you know, from a few people, mate. A few people thought I was sticking up for them too much, mate, and and mm. others said it was well said. Things others said <laughs> well said. So, 
I've had, I've had contrasting views on last week, Deeks, but but you know, but I always stick up for the refs. Man. I think they do. You know, it's a tough old job, but but I think yeah, I've, I've you know, well done to Megan Deeks for taking a referee. So even if you don't referee again, Deeks, I think you you gives you a different perspective. I know you've done it as well. It gives you a different perspective on football a little bit, mate. Don't it? You can see it from a referee's point of view a bit as well, can't you? Mm. So. I think a lot of people should do that, or even the linesman's course or whatever, mate. But and now she's sort of you know gone into management as well, mate. So and uh, good to hear, mate. You know she mentioned George Patterson still helping out at Cold Roasties. He's a he's a bit of a legend in those parts, mate. Isn't he? Big George, at yeah. Cold Rose, mate. So and and Megan got a pretty good football bloke to lean on, mate. And she lit well, literally, mate, with a with a hubby like me old mate uh, Willow, mate. You know, he's a top bloke, top football bloke and, and keeper over many years, Dick's isn't he in Cornish football. So yeah, Megan's cut she's from a proper football family there, mate. Isn't she? Mm. So good to see. Seems like she's really kidding, which is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, well, we're talking the day after. Who won the um, BBC Sports Personality of the Year? Oh, yeah. yeah, Mary, Mary Earps, yeah. was it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually watch it, mate. I forgot it was on last night, maybe. Uh, you know, Sky Plus it and all things, but I thought it was a bit of a weird... It's usually on a Sunday night, Deeks, isn't it, before Christmas? Yeah, I the don't know why they changed it, but um, no. but uh, I watched it and thoroughly enjoyed it. I have to say, so. Uh... Oh, good, mate. I'll have a look at that, mate. Sometime this week. Yeah, we had the kids' Christmas last night. Deeks, uh, Jack's home from Abu Dhabi, mate, for a couple of weeks. He's up here, and Eloise come up, mate. Ben and his lovely girlfriend Eve, mate. We had, we had lovely evening, mate. Viv and Viv and Rach put on a lovely spread, Deeks. So any cheeseburgers? So no, no cheeseburgers, mate. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> patties and sausage rolls, digs. But, but yeah, it's a yeah, love, lovely evening. It was, mate. So, yeah, that was that was our Christmas digs last night, mate. Mm-hmm. Probably why I'm all excited, isn't it? I've still got a bit of work all night tonight, mate. So I'm not there yet, digs. I'm not there yet. <laughs> all right. Will you come out of work tomorrow morning and go ho ho ho? And you know that's it. Christmas yeah. here I come. Yeah, I think so, Dave. Yeah, I think seven o'clock tomorrow morning, mate. I'll, I'll come out smiling, mate. Tomorrow, well, well, actually, mate, I've still got a bloody nine-hour drive to Scotland, mate. And I, so I might not be smiling that. Mm. I'll be glad when we're up there, thanks. To be honest, mm. you know, and I'm, I'll be glad of the kip. I think, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, don't go <laughs> sleep quite yet because you've got to tell us what's no. happening in the St. Piran League. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. Well, yeah, Deeks, yeah, yeah, we're there already, Deeks, we've shot through, shot through, Deeks, we have, um, um, co- covered a lot of football, Deeks, oh, show number 224, by the way, Deeks, to, to end, um, to end, two, 2023, mate, is ended by 224, mate. <laughs> Don't confuse me. Don't confuse me. No, no. <laughs> but, um, but no, Deeks, I think, well, Undoubtedly, Dix, we spoke about it quite well. We give it a big build up, didn't we, mate? I mean, the match of the day, undoubtedly, in the Premier, was in the Premier East, Dix, wasn't it? Last weekend, spoke to, spoke to Simon, mate, didn't you, from St. Dominic? And, and, you know, we give it a big build up, mate, didn't we? You know, Salt Ashborough against St. Dominic, two teams dominated the Premier East division the last two or three seasons, mate. 
it was nil nil, mate, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I must admit, when I well, you know, I did say to Simon, didn't I? A draw would be good enough, and you know, that's how it panned yeah. out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, you did, you did, mate. Yeah, but but it sounds like, mate, it, it sounds like it was more like two good teams cancelling each other out. They taught it more than you know a sort of rubbish nil nil. So, like you said, mate, you know, good probably a good result for St Dom really mate isn't it in the in the grand scheme of things so you know that St Dom they do lose their 100% unbeaten well that's they do lose their 100% record I should say Diggs but they they do stay unbeaten mate don't they mm. after 14 14 league games Diggs and, and they're 16 points clear mate so you know I think it's still a pretty happy Christmas for St Dom don't you mate yeah yeah I think. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, so Morgan Deep, they slipped into the top four, mate, with the only goal, giving them a, a narrow 1 0 home win over uh, Milbert Reserves there at Trevari and Deeks. Um, no such blank stakes in the West Division's top game, mate, the West Division Premier top game. Uh, we did mention this one as well, mate. You know, probably league favourites St. Day. They were convincing 4 1 home winners, Deeks, at the vote, mate, over Falmouth Town reserves, mate. And uh, and with that, mate, they, they go seven points clear at the top, mate, with their with their four one with mate Dan Richards, Kyle Moore, Sam Buckley, and Chris Dobson with the goals there, mate. And and the gap was widened, Deeks, actually, mate. It was a good day all round for St. Day, mate, because they, they had the news that Mosel developed, mate, lost lost their big West local derby, mate, down West there, Deeks. They lost it 2-0 at Pendine Rovers, Deeks. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we're both front men, got a goal each, mate, Danny Earl and Alex Ralph, mate. So both the strikers notching in that one. Um, a Logan, Deeks, you know, I like Lugger, mate, one of my sort of favourite local teams in St. Perrins. And, and they won 3 0 at Port Leven, mate, that that big gala port pitch suit. And a mate, even, even Trasider had a, had a brace, mate. And an old friend of the show, Deeks, and Captain Babo, mate, Steve Abbott Smith, mate, SAS, mate, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just called him that, actually. <laughs> I don't think anyone else has, but yeah, SAS, mate, he's come to a Logan's rescue a few times, hasn't he? So, yeah, Babo, mate, he, uh, Steve Abbott Smith scored the other goal, Dixon. I think you actually had a natter with him, mate, haven't you, in the last couple of days? Yeah, let's hear from the man himself, <laughs> shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's, mate. Right, welcome back to the podcast, Steve Abbott-Smith, a Lugan RBL skipper. Are you still skipper? Still skipper, yeah, still going. Can they not find anyone else or what? Oh, I think there's a few few uh, sour subjects. I think Barry White's been wanting it for about three years now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 please not. But, uh, that, that'll mean you'll take every penalty for the opponents as well as yourselves. Oh, no, you haven't meant to. He's been kicked off them as well. Oh, he hasn't, has he? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he has. He has. Oh, dear. Right. Well, let, let's um, let's start by having some Christmas cheer then instead of, instead of all that bad news. So, what are you, third in the table, but are you too far away from actually winning it this season? Um, I would probably say so. I mean, you've got to keep believing game by game, haven't you? But yeah, I think, yeah, realistically, St. Day, you can't see them slipping up that many points with That's, the squad they got, really. They're your favourites. <laughs> are they St. Day rather than Mosul? 
Yes, and they, you know, the, the players they brought in, lots of experience at a high level. I, I think no brainer, really. They should do it and they should go up and they should do well. I can't interest you in Farmer Town Reserves doing it. Um, before Saturday, I would have said, you never know. We, I hadn't actually seen them yet, but they have been doing really well. Yeah. I mean, and even I know, they've got a couple of bands coming up, haven't they? Oh, yes, reading. I see. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> so it could play a big part. Yeah. What about Port Levin? Any chance at all? Wow. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know what to expect on Saturday. Um, I was sort of expecting a really, really tough game. But on Agra, I think we've we've done really well against them this year. But they went on to not lose a game for like eight in a row. And yeah, but no, I would be be surprised, but they are doing very well. Yeah, fair play to them. They've they've turned it around. Yeah, because uh, Port Levin, they were who you played Saturday, weren't they? So three 0 win, um, and a certain Steve Abbott Smith on the on the score sheet. What was the goal like? Yeah, popped up again. Um, good pullback and and uh, low shot, low shot in. Probably could have had a should have had a few more. Some might say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but no, actually played really well with a lot of players out Saturday, which has been the story of our season. Mm. And um, that's why I was sort of expecting the worst. Nothing against the players, but we we have been on the end of a few few jobbings recently, and I would put it down to player availability. But no, real positive Saturday, really positive. Good. good. And uh, yeah, you say that um, on the end of some drummings, I'm assuming you might mean, well, St. Just, 6-3? St. Just, St. Day, yeah, two, two. And then to be fair, St. Just one was, it was 6-1 and then we had, uh, 6-2 and then we had a penalty in the 90-something minutes. So yeah, that would have looked a lot even worse. Like, yeah. So... What can you do to, to, well, I say to turn your season around? And let's be fair, you're still third. You're not doing too bad. Makes it sound as if you're suicidal if I say turn it around. But but how can you see the second half of the season going? Um, yeah, I think we usually, we usually are like this. And we, we go on a bit of a good run after Christmas. I think the squad settles down a bit. You you get your, try and get your regular squad back. I don't know where everyone has been. Like it's, it's been every week, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, I think, we, you know, we've got... A, Big cup game against Miles, all that keep us going, hopefully. Looking forward to that. And and yeah, just game by game and try and enjoy it, to be honest. It has been it's been a been a struggle so far this year. How long have you been playing men's football? Um, since I was sixteen and I'm thirty now, so thirty one in April, so this to be what, the fifteenth season, does that make that? Right. So in fifteen seasons, um do you enjoy it as much now as you did sort of Ten years ago, well, I, I or, do or is the general I, is the general feeling that people enjoy it? Not perhaps just no, you, but it's, 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 I, I was lucky. I was on the end of it when it was Monday to Friday, and you look forward to football for Saturday. I, I had two or three seasons where I was playing with a lot of older players, and that was all they thought about. It, 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 I don't know. It, there's definitely something. That, me personally, the I love it when I'm out there. Is I absolutely love it, but. It's harder to get out there now because I have more commitments mm. and it's just, it t- takes time up. And yeah, luckily my wife is, she, you know, she ain't too bad. She lets me get on with it, but <laughs> I can see why, you know, I've got a little baby as well and it's hard. It is hard. You're giving up your Saturday and I, I get why people, especially with families, 
do start to give up, but but I don't know where the the twenty five to thirty year olds are. I don't know where they are. The prime people, mm. maybe maybe they're not. Well, I think we've got three, but there's, there's yeah, I don't know where they are. I think I think they're the ones that should be taken over now, and then even maybe younger than that. Yeah. So what you got? Um, what a, a bunch of youngsters and a bunch of old age pensioners. Have you or what? Basically, basically, yeah, we've got. We've got some older heads, some very young ones, which is great for the future. They're all good boys. They're, it's a bit of a rebuilding season for, for the club, I'd say, and Mikey. They're doing very well, but give give them some more games under the belt. They're kick And then we've got, we have got a few in between. Um, a few, yeah, but not, I don't know, what, even in the league in general, I, I don't know where they are. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're probably playing higher, I expect, because that's the sort of age you do. Give us some names of the youngsters. Who are the ones that are really, you know, looking as if they can be players for the future at Logan? Well, we've we've got young Jake Warman in the middle. He's um he's cut he's done done very well. Uh Evan Trasida up front, young 16, 17. We've got Ned, who's 18. So there's the three that have featured mostly through the season, those three there. And then we've had uh young Ollie Band coming coming along as well. And there is a couple more. We had a 16-year-old have his debut Saturday, young Callum. It's, it's, it's good for the future, but in certain games, I think we all know youngsters, sometimes you play too many and you, you can't get away with it. But but Mikey is Mikey puts a lot of trust in youngsters over the years. Good. Well, well done, Mikey. And actually, he's been doing it a long time now, hasn't he? Yeah, it's a long, long time. Yeah, he done he done the seconds for two or three years, I think. And to be honest, he... In our Red Roof, Campbell area, there, there's no one more successful than, than what he's been as well. Mm, that's true. He, he, you know, he, yeah, he's, I think he's yeah, won, won a lot of trophies. He will tell you if you ever see him. He <laughs> can tell you. <laughs> he knows it. Right. Well done, Mikey Pasco. Right. So, sat, um, Boxing Day. Sorry, not Saturday. Boxing Day, you've got uh, Red Roof away, haven't you? They're your next match. Now, you, you only played them recently, didn't you? And, and won 6-0. Yeah. So, it seems to work out that every year we play them start of December and, and and Boxing Day, yeah. So chances of that game being on? Well, I have read the old forum and I just ate the line marker. Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that okay? yes. It was yeah. a late postponement, no. wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Feel, got a feel for Molly in there and, and Red Roof, to be honest. It's like Martin Eddy says there, volunteers, it's not easy. I do the kids pitches out of lugging and this time of year is, is, is a nightmare. I mark it Friday <laughs> and you get a it just can't stick and if yeah. you it's, it is a tough time of year so yeah I do feel for him so you've got Redruth Boxing Day and then on the following Saturday you're at home to St Agnes now you can't let's be honest here Steve you can't have much better Christmas games can you bottom and or next to bottom and bottom well yeah you'd like to see it on paper but you know we went down to Mullion and no one would have seen that one would they one, they beat us 1-0 so yeah, if I if, if we was top top form, very consistent squad, I'd say yeah, take up either way. I'm going to take it. Yeah, I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, <laughs> no get around it, is there? <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, you, you've got to set the example. You've got to you know set the bar high. I think for these two games now, Boxing Day though. Um, what sort of a because it's a fairly recent derby game, really, isn't it? The Lugan and Redruth. I mean, Redruth have come up through the. The, the leagues a bit whereas Lugan have been there all the time so is has it got much of a local derby feeling about it or not? Um, 
on their behalf, I would say it's a a much, you know, the the scout of beating beating us is there for them. It's a it's a bit of a some you could say a no lose for them, mm. and for us now, I I think most people around here know the big rival is is Ilugan St. Day. That's that's the rivalry and Red Roof. Yeah, it's, it is a rivalry, and if we lost, we'd probably be gutted and everything. But yeah, um, I would say more so on their behalf. Right. And yourself, how's your season actually going for you? I, I, I noticed you've scored a few goals lately, haven't you? But you've been injured as well, haven't you? Yeah, I took a bit of a battering a few weeks back now. Um, and then I had a bad, bad knee injury. And was like, I played a bit or played one game and then got through it. And then I was ruined myself for two or three weeks. Um, but yeah, personally, I've been a bit, again, due, due, due to the squad, I've been like centre back, centre mid up front 10 bit all over like but but yeah I mean personally it's going alright I've got 7 goals um, which is is good I'll take that which position um, which position position do you actually fancy the most um, yeah mid midfield yeah it's where I'm most comfy I think you you mentioned you had a bit of a battering recently you, you certainly did at St. Day they are your favourites are they to win the league without a doubt yeah no doubt, no doubt. You know, you you look at their squad. It's got goals. It's got experience. It's got everything. Yeah, and yeah, they they would be extremely gutted if they um, if they mess this up. I think. Yeah, it's the perfect opportunity in it. Is uh, yeah, put- as much side. You know, I don't like saying it, but yeah, fair play. They have got a good side there. Good crack. Well, when you played them recently, did you show them your league champions medal or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily the history got us out a little bit. <laughs> you know, we we have been there and done it. But, yeah. yeah, right. Well, look, have a great Christmas. I know you got the young one there. How old's your your child now? Um, eleven months on Christmas Day. So yeah, eleven months on Christmas Day. Right. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, right. nearly one year old. Yeah. Crikey, that year's yeah. gone. Those eleven months have gone quick, haven't they? Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, well done um, for what's happening at Luggan, and uh, well, you're still up around the top of the table, so uh, let's not be too down about it. Uh, have a great Christmas and take it easy, though, won't you? Because you have got that Boxing Day game, eleven o'clock kickoff. Yeah, always, well, Dave. Always, yeah. That's oh. right. Yes, yeah, you know, Boxing Day is football day, isn't it? I look forward to that, but. I won't say that too loud because now I've got the little one. I've really got to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you will do. And um, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, you can enjoy uh, Boxing Day after sort of half 12-ish, can't you? So, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for well done on the show this year as well. Top R- stuff to you, Rappo, and all the all the usual guests. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Sort of on to Division 1 East, Dick, Nampian. They stay four points clear at the top. With a pretty tough, mate, 2-1 home win over uh, Weybridge. Uh, Digs at Victoria. Is it Victoria Bottoms, mate, or Victoria Park? No, Nampian Cooler Ground, mate. It used to be Victoria Bottoms, mate, didn't it? It's engraved on that big concrete wall, isn't it, as you go into that iconic old ground, Digs at Nampian there, mate, isn't it? But yeah. I think, it's, yeah, I think it's just called Victoria Park now, mate. But, um, but yeah, I mean, ground, we've, Played at Dix, you know, lovely ground to play at, mate. Had an Evely Cup final there, actually, Dix at 
that was a good day. But um, but yeah, but Nampin thinks they stay four points clear at the top, mate, with a, a 2 1 own win over Weybridge Reserves, mate. Harry Wilshaw and Callum Oldham's 17th goal of the season, Deeps. Mm. A name I've sort of been, yeah, he's had a few hat tricks, mate, Callum. I think he's had about four hat tricks, mate, I think, this season. So, so yeah, seem to remember, you know, reading his name quite a bit. So, a new name, mate. I have to watch him. I have to go and watch him, mate. I like, I like seeing a new striker digs pop up. I like to see what they're all about. But, but I think the result of the day, digs. I don't know, possibly, mate. I don't know if you agree. Looking at the, the, the division, mate. St Stephen's three 0 home win, mate, over third place Snooky Reserve. Mm. I thought that was a good, yeah. I thought that was a cracking win, mate. For St Stephen, mate, they're doing well, digs. You know, they're improving their facilities up there, and. You know, nice look of paint and, yeah, looking nice at St. Stephen, mate. I've watched a couple of games out there in the last six months and doing well, mate. So, Adam Solomon, mate, you know, Jerry's lad, mate, we mentioned the other week. Passed down his goal-scoring genes, and he, mate, to Adam. Adam Solomon, mate. Miles Neville and Connor Jago, mate, with the with the Saints goals there, mate. Uh, Division 1 West, that saw leaders. Well, leaders St. Ives, mate, they... Uh, well, they were they had their lead cut at the top digs to just one point, mate. Um, when second place Troon top of the table came really digs and Ives v Troon, uh, second place Troon beat them two one, mate, on their own Sultan's batch. Yeah, so good result for Troon, mate, and and that was after being a goal down at half time, mate, to uh, Ross Duncan, mate. That's a regular goal scorer, mate, in it over the years. Mm. He. Uh, yeah, he put the Saints ahead, mate, but Troon come back to win 2-1, mate. So This is a close, it's close at the top, isn't it, this one? Yeah, that's it. I was just going to say that, mate. Make makes that division a bit interesting, Diggs, doesn't yeah. it, that one? Because I said, yeah, I was just going to say, mate, Mornan, mate, they're in third. You know, they're, they they stayed in touch with a 3-2 three, three, home win over Port Levin reserves, mate. You know, Ben Harris, Diego Taylor and an own goal, Diggs, so... Yeah, I think it is quite an interesting division, the Division 1 West Dicks, isn't it? Mm, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to say, mate, who, you know, I think there's I think there's probably about four, possibly four or five teams Dicks that could win that one, isn't there? Really? Well, you I look at, like you, look at you look at fifth place, Praise and Beeble, they've only played eight games, yeah. uh, only lost one, one game. So uh, they're well exactly. in touch as well, aren't they? That's right, mate. Yeah, that's it, Diggs. I think I think you could say any of the top five have got a bit of a shout at it, mate, haven't they? Really? Yeah, keep our eye on that, Division Diggs, as the games go on, mate, the season goes on. Um, Division 2 East, mate, are the, 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 well, the top two both won, mate, in pretty goals-filled games, really, Diggs. Uh, leaders, Ben Silver, mate, they, they won 4-2 at home to St. Brewer, mate. Sam Rogers, Jack Podmore, mate. Coral Gross and an own goal. I mean, that's going to be some game at Titans Deeks in the Junior Cup, isn't it? Those two teams. Mm-hmm. Are, I'll come on to that in a minute. But but uh, and and second place Lanivet Deeks. They they're still only a point adrift. They had an even bigger goals filled game. They did, mate. Winning winning a thriller, mate. Six four at Salt Ash United third. Um, Chris Brown with a hat trick. Leighton Cor mate with a brace. And James McNary, mate. Um, for, for the Lanivit Dicks, they actually on the team sheet, mate, they had two Browns, two Sherrills, two Sturdies, and a Pearson 
and a Pearson in a pear tree, mate. <laughs> How did I know that was coming? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, I'm so predictable. I think mate, you did the same that. thing last year, 12 months ago. Yeah, <laughs> I did, mate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, a few, well, I don't know if they're all brothers or whatever, Dicks, but three lots of, uh, yeah. But um, yeah, family affair there, mate. Philanivic going well. Division two West Dicks, well, I was there, Dicks. I, I saw it, mate. You know, I saw leaders, new in Titans, mate. They they just go marching on, Dicks, really, don't they, at the top? I mean, opponents, mate, Paramount Reserve. I mean, they, they had the cheek to take a fourth minute lead, Dicks, at uh, Logan Park. Uh, through Jack Evans, mate. Lovely goal, lovely lob, mate, from about 25 yards, mate. My favourite finish, actually, Diggs. That was lovely finish. Um, but they had the audacity to go 1 0 up and then spent the rest of the game getting punished for it, Diggs, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, and yeah, new in Titans, mate. They ran out 6 1 winners in the end, mate. I mean, good side, Diggs. You know, Chris Ward, too. Johnny Jones, too. Uh, sub Luke Dun- Dunster, mate, sub Luke Dunster, and a Connor Arthur pile driver digs from about 25 yards, mate, that nearly nearly took the back of the net off, mate. And that and that saw them stretch their lead at the top digs to six points after after lugging reserves, mate. They they had a bit of a shock draw, mate, at, at Oxen Park, mate, uh, out to St. Berrien, mate. Who took a, a took a precious point home, mate? Down back down to the road, mate. You know, the, I mean, thanks to goals from Finley, Harry, and the experienced Bobby Lee Johns, mate. So, uh, so yeah, it was a good day for New in Titans, mate. You know, they they won their game, you know, quite convincingly, and, and saw a Lugan Reserve slip slip up again, mate. I, I think you spoke to. Titans uh, captain Ralph uh, Pasco, mate, didn't you? Yeah, well. that's right. We got Ralph on. Uh, before we hear from Ralph, uh, that that's interesting. Siberian getting that uh, result because I think, uh, however good New in Titans are, uh, Siberian they've only got two points all season. The other point was against New in Titans, so they've had two yeah. cracking results, haven't they? There. They have things, yeah. That's it, mate. I, I did actually think that, mate. I probably should have mentioned it, mate. But I mean, the, the two points they actually, you know, thank you for mentioning it, to be honest, it's good. Because fair play to St. Barry and Deeks. I mean, you know, they took a few batterings last season, but they've they've improved quite mortally, really, mate, this season. And, and the, yeah, the two points they got, mate, are against the top two sides, Deeks, isn't it? <laughs> crazy, isn't it? So, anyway. It is, yeah. It's crazy, mate, isn't it? So, yeah. they, they prove they can rate their game, Deeks, don't they? Yeah, they that's right. So, uh, yeah, as you said, though, um, we're talking New in Titans now. They're top of the table, undefeated. Um, Got to be one of the... Uh, uh, well, most successful sides around at the moment. So let's hear from their uh, their secretary and player, Ralph Pascoe. Now then, uh, let's talk to, I would say, probably one of the most successful sides in the uh, calendar year of 2023. Um, Ralph Pascoe, new in Titans. Now, you're secretary and player, aren't you? Yeah, that's correct, Deep Shep. Secretary role and player. And this season you're playing quite a bit, aren't you? Yeah, I managed to change uh, my hours at work, so now I can work uh, play on Saturdays rather than work. And you're fit, because did you not have a bad back or something like that? I did have a bad back, but I've seen a chiropractor. He plays for Perrin Well, uh, Dan Ferris, and uh, he's worked miracles and managed to get me back playing. 
<laughs> is that Parawell first team or Parawell reserves? Uh, he played in the reserve game against us at the beginning of the season, but I think he is a first team player. Ah, right. So he didn't play against you on Saturday? No, he didn't. It's not this Saturday, no. <laughs> yeah, because uh, a 6-1 win against Parawell reserves, that leaves you... Uh, well, looking pretty good at the top of the, what is it, um, Division 2 West, isn't it? That's right, Dave, yeah, Curnow Division 2 West. Um, I think we're six points clear with Lugan Reserves in second place at the minute. Yeah, you've played 17, you haven't lost a game yet, you've only drawn the three, you're in the Junior Cup, aren't you, I think? Um, so, how are you so good? It's hard to say, Dave, because the last couple of seasons we've got a score of about probably maybe 13 at the most. 13? Yeah, 13 players for the last couple of seasons. Um, we've been fortunate not to pick up any injuries in those two seasons. Um, and then this season, we've managed to sign a couple of players on, but we've now picked out a couple of big injuries to big players, so we've had them missing Ooh, dear. <laughs> for a couple of couple a uh, few weeks, a few months. So who are those players then? Uh, well, we played Paramount Reserves, I think, maybe third or fourth game in the season in an evening game and we lost Ryan Baber um, he made his return actually against Paramount Saturday um, and then we lost Nico Penfold a couple of weeks after the first Paramount game um, and he's been out since so a couple injuries um, you, you've done when when you hear about other clubs and, and struggling for players whatever and, and they can't get a squad you've done amazingly well to work on a small squad though haven't you yeah, we have, and that's down to the hard work of uh, Sean Isaacs, the manager, and Andrew Simons, the assistant. Um, they've managed to attract a couple of players who who wanted to come over and um, um, play for us. So, you know, we've managed to um, get a few boys back into football, um, and they've bolstered our squad up a little bit with the numbers. So, you know, it's, it's helped us out, you know, no end. And it's good to hear you saying players coming back to playing, isn't it? Yeah, we had, a, we had a couple of boys that didn't play for a couple of seasons. They played with a, um, a few of the boys that when they was at four lanes. Um, I think once they folded, they they sort of give up for a couple of seasons, and uh, they've kept in touch with the boys and they've they've um, got hold of us to come back and play. So we signed a couple of them, you know, to get back into football. Now, Sean, your manager. Now, pre-match team talk. Does he have to bother anymore? Because you guys, you know, you're on such a good run. His his job is easy, isn't it? Well, you think so, Dave. <laughs> but if you sat in the changing room before the game, you'd think we'd lost the previous week, or we'd lost. We'd never won a game. Sean, Sean's quite critical and and to the point. He likes to drum it into the boys that every game is important. You know, never to overlook a, a fixture. We go week by week. Um, and he's, he is quite, not critical, but he is quite, he likes to get his point across and he likes to keep the boys grounded a little bit with what, what his team talks are. <laughs> Sounds like a hard taskmaster to me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like the job. <laughs> you are going really well this season, but it's not just this season, is it? You, you, you've sort of, you're going up through the system at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, we are. Uh, obviously, with the transition of the leagues changing, we, we felt a bit uh, unfortunate that we didn't go up a league. We sort of stayed in the same league that we was in last year. We was a bit disappointed with that, you know, come come the AGM. But obviously, that comes with the transition of league changes. Um, so, we've just had to get on with the job, you know, in front of us and, 
and just prove a point that you know we we should be up, maybe up a league. You know, we're taking game by game, and 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 we got a lot of even though we might not play the prettiest football sometimes in this hard game, we've got that dogged fight in us. I think to grind games out. You know, there's a couple of results where we could have maybe lost this year, and we've been fortunate enough to get the result. Yeah, so by the sounds of it, then, did you come into the season sort of expecting to have a good one because perhaps you should have gone up? Uh, yes and no. So it, we obviously we had the same sort of teams around us that we played last year. Um, so as I say to uh, other managers, you know, we, we felt a bit unfortunate to stay in the same league with the same teams. Mm. Obviously, because I think we won it quite clearly last year, quite a, a point deficit. Um but then we had teams dropping down from what was um, the Trelawney Premier or Trelawney One or whatever, mm-hmm. Red Ruth, uh, Alugan, Stidians, uh, I think Frogpool might have dropped down. Um, so, so we expected there to be a few more harder games with the, league, with the teams that dropped down. Obviously, we knew that there was a couple of teams in our league that was strong last year that give us good games. New Lynn, Falmouth, Penzance, we thought it was going to be, you know, they was going to be up for it. We didn't know whether we was going to sign players or or, or keep the same squad. Um, but fortunately, we've managed to, you know, like you said, three draws, you know, 14 wins. We're still going and we're still fighting, you know, to, to be successful. So... Hmm. Well, you're certainly doing well, aren't you? Now, that's an understatement. Me saying you're certainly doing well. You you're doing brilliantly. And uh, what what's been your sort of the sort of game that's made made you smile the most this season? Would you say? Uh, this season, it's it's a bit hard because obviously we. I don't think we've named the same eleven, um, for a consecutive week. Or I don't think you could look at a team sheet and say we've named the same eleven twice. Maybe starting eleven this season. We obviously everything's been a battle. We've had some tough games already. I can't really put a finger on anything this season. We were fortunate to get a result. I'd say against a Falmouth, a young Falmouth side who, who played us at home at Lugan Park. They pushed us, you know, for the full ninety. They had probably the better chances than we did, um, and it was nice to take away a win there. Three-one uh, win, so that was a nice, that was a nice game. If you wanted me to be honest, and and sorry to go back into the past, but I'd probably say last year, obviously with the treble, I'd say that the the treble was probably our most happiest um, memory or or fixtures because they were hard games to be successful so consecutive. I think there was a semi-final, final, 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 all in <laughs> all in a, a 10-day period, maybe. Right. End of season um, c- coming together of of, a, of some big games. So what were the cups you won? So last year, we won the league. We won, I think it was the Trelawney 1 league and then it was Percy Stevens and the League Cup. I can't remember what the league. See, so you, you win so many things, you can't remember, can you? I think the League Cup is just called the League Cup, or right. But then we won the Percy Stevens against Dropship up True. Uh, the League Cup was against Newlin Non Atletico at a Luggan uh, ground, which was an eight 0 victory. Yeah, I was going to say that was the one I saw, wasn't it? And uh, it yeah. turned out to be quite a one sided game, didn't it? Yeah, surprising because the league was so evenly contested in the season. 
I think we had a couple of tight games against uh, Newlin, home and away in the league. No one would have ever expected us to go away with an 8 0 win. I think we was even shocked with that. <laughs> and uh, how do you celebrate? Do, I mean, do, do you get so blase about winning that you don't bother celebrating? Or, or, you know, on those sort of cup wins, what did you do in the evenings? So for the Newlin game, I think we all stayed back at Luggan RBL for a couple hours. Then we went off to our pub at New Inn Park Bottom. I think they put on a food and a few drinks for us. And I think then we went on just to disperse to a local pub that we all go to. Uh, I think the dropship final, we celebrated up at Troon Clubhouse. Then we went back to New Inn Park Bottom again. Um, so we do. We have quite got a good social gathering when we get together. Good. But this season we've been a bit quiet on the social front. We haven't had as many nights out as a team which I think we're, we're now going to start employing uh, towards the back end of the season now just to keep the morale and the bond going yeah team spirit counts for a lot doesn't it it does Dave it really does yeah now over the sort of festive period you've only really got the one game that's coming up on Saturday and that's a cup game isn't it um, now this is in the George Evely Cup second round morning away now they are in a higher division aren't they they're in the, I think they're in the Premier. Yeah, so this could be a tough one, couldn't it? Yeah, it will be a tough one. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you could say we're going is it in as the underdog, <laughs> yes. which uh, isn't really something that we're used to. No. Uh, <laughs> no. So it could it could be a big test that one. Yeah, be interesting to see uh, the outcome. Uh, in fact, it's a it's a pretty well you've got a few sort of important games coming up the, the old junior cup um that's a couple of weeks time home to Penn silver now that's gonna that looks a good one on paper as well yeah so i spoke to rapper about this uh once we had the victory in the in the last round and i asked him if he'd um seen anything that they'd done and he did give me a bit of advice he said there a few of the old list guard boys i think he said they played tidy football. They're a good outfit. He said it would have been nice to have seen that as a, as a, that would have been a good final tie. He said. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take any mo- notice of what he says, to be honest. But, yeah. uh, but uh, so he's giving you a bit of a tip there. So uh, yeah, uh, and obviously, uh, well, Penn Silver going well in their division as well. So um, that'll be an interesting game. But th- this long run of, of games that you're on, does that put any pressure on the lads at all or not? It does, but I just, I think if any side, if it wasn't us, if it wasn't New England Titans, if it was anyone else, if it was Falmouth DC or Dropship or, or Penzance, I think everyone wants that scout to take a victory of, against someone that, you know, is on a consecutive, you know, no mm-hmm. loss run. So, uh, I, like I said, I just think we take each fixture as it comes. We always say the same thing in all the warm-ups, you know, this is a big, important game. No matter who we're playing, you know, this is an important game. We focus to get the result today or and then focus on the, the week after. So there's a little bit of pressure, but I think the boys have obviously learned to cope with it. Yeah, that's right. Now, you yourself, um, how long have you been playing football, men's football? Oh, since I was 14, so 21 years. 21 years, right. So how would you say the state of the local game is at the moment compared to previous years well when you started I think I've mentioned to you before Dave, I don't I, I think we have declined I think that, that 
I think we all agree that Saturdays used to be, you know, the man's day. It was the football day. It was 10 o'clock in the morning till 7, 8 o'clock at night. He was focused on the day. I think the atmosphere of clubs maybe isn't the same as what it was. I think the attraction isn't the same as what it was. I think um, it's so easy now with the catchment area having so many teams that, you know, people don't necessarily get much game time. So they transfer over to another team in the same area. I think it's, you know, it's becoming very, you know, limited on, on, could we say loyalty? Mm -hmm. I think there's, um, you know, we've had the same boys. Sean and Andrew managed to have had the same boys now for the last three seasons. And I think that's very hard to come by sometimes. Mm. I think you always hear the flutter of, oh, there's brown envelopes going around, there's money going around. You know, players getting paid at this level. You know. D does that really happen at your level? <laughs> Me personally, I can't say I've seen it done. Like, I've never seen it exchanged, but you obviously hear about it. You know, the rumour mill goes round how much of these rumours are true hmm. unless you see it with your own eyes you don't know no that's right you never know do you so uh, well uh, and the state of the game when it comes to referees and uh, officials um, there's a bit of a lack of respect towards referees really isn't it which is disappointing yes it is Dave if you want me to be honest with you, it, you know, I've never seen it when I was playing when I was 14, 15, 16 you know you see it more now than you ever did and um, I think because we've had the unfortunate departures of some of the greats, you know, the great referees that have been around football for a long time, they've obviously come to an age of retirement. I think it's a lot harder now for a younger referee to get his stamp on his, let's say, reputation as a, as it could be a good official. Hmm. Well, it's a season of goodwill, so let's hope that... Uh every team going out there over the next couple of weeks uh, bears that in mind. Uh, um, before I let you go, out of the three main competitions you're in, the league, the, the George Evely Cup, the Cornwall Junior Cup, if you could only win one, which one would it be? Oh, that's a tough question, Dave. <laughs> um, Wait, well, you're not getting paid for easy questions, Ralph. Come no. on. I think it would be it would be nice it would be lovely to try and emulate another another league victory so that would be then three on the trot but I think the boys are really really wanting to get this junior cup so mm. from the consensus of the of the squad and the team and the management I think if we could have one I think it would be the junior cup right well we'll look out uh, for that result on the 13th of January with interest uh, in the meantime, Ralph, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, well done for what you're doing at uh, New In Titans, both on the pitch and obviously you as secretary off the pitch. Um, that involves a bit of work as well, doesn't it? And have a great Christmas and New Year. You too, Dave. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks to Ralph there. Uh, Got to just say, Rappo, that uh, we mentioned in talking there um, their game on Saturday against Morning in the George Evely Cup. That's been postponed. That game is not on, OK? So uh, so um, don't turn up to watch nothing, if you see what I mean. No, <laughs> no definitely, mate. But yeah, they're worth watching, Dicks, but not if they're not there, mate, is it? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
But um, no, good interview, Deeks. You know, Ralph's an old mate, mate of mine, Deeks, and you know, still a very good defender, actually, Deeks. You know, along with his secretarial duties, mate, his, his positioning's excellent, mate. I mean, got to be fair, you know. I mean, to be fair, mate, he whipped one off Ben's toes there at the end, mate. Yeah, you know, it looked like he was going to score, but great sliding tackle, mate, from Ralph. So, still doing it on the pitch, mate, Ralph. And good to see he's, you know, helping out as well, Diggs, isn't it, really? Uh, you know, a player doing a bit for the club as well. He's always no- nice to see Diggs, isn't it, really? Yeah. But, uh, um, and, and what's this about you yeah. You giving him some information about Penn Silver then? Yeah, well, I, I did, mate. I mean, I'm still a West boy, Diggs, at art, mate. You know, I know I live up the east, mate. And, I did, you know, I went, I've, I've seen Penn Silver play, Diggs, a couple of times um, quite recently, really, mate, when they won the league, you know, at the end of last season at Foxhall. And I was talking to Tony, you know, Tony Rogers, mm. you know, referee, Diggs, you know, and, and Tony, I think he's manager of Penn Silver as well. And, you know, he was telling me quite a bit about their players and, and I've stabbed him in the back, mate, and I? And gone and t- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've, I've snaked him out, mate. And I've snaked. Nah, nah. Tony was saying, you know, his son Sam plays, mate. He's a really mm. good goal store, score, mate. You know, stocky lad, mate. Good, good, strong finisher, Diggs. But no, I was just telling Ralph, you know, I think it's just a shame that they're playing each other, mate, because I honestly think that would have been a cracking fight. Because I think Penn Silver, for me, mate, they're probably favourites in the East and, and definitely new in Titans' favourites in the West. So, you know, for the junior cut, I, I wish they could have, you know, I wish it, it could be the final digs, that one. You know, I was just saying to Ralph, shame they got to play so early, really, mate. But but no, I did tell him they're a really good side, mate. And, you know, I think they're going to probably have one of their oldest games they, they probably had for the last three seasons, you know, with all their success, like you said, they're, they're just steamroller in leagues, and they just keep winning leagues. And but um, but I think it's going to be a tough game for them, mate. But but if they play like they can, mate, I mean, they they just got you know good players. That there's some team to be fair, Diggs at that level, you know, and I, I'd say they're probably. If they play well on the day, mate, they're they're my favourites, mate, for the Junior Cup. And and they're on the way, mate, I think, to their third straight league title digs as well, aren't they? Mm. Which takes a bit of doing, doesn't it? You know, so, and, you know, like Ralph said, mate, there's a a grit about them, digs. You know, they're they're physical, you know, don't know how to sort of lose, mate, do they? But make no bones about it. They can play as well, mate. You know, they're not just physical. They they can really play as well. And Johnny Jones, mate, natural finisher. Connor Arthur, Diggs, don't know if you've seen him play much, but he looked a, a real talent, really, Dick. Could probably play up a couple of leagues easy, mate. And and uh, I kind of laughed it. I mean, five of them, mate, come out the dressing room with a fag in their mouth, mate, as well. <laughs> I mean, I think the keeper, mate, even had a cigar puffing on. <laughs> you know, he's like Clint Eastwood, mate. Are you laughing at No, but, um, but no, he was, uh, yeah, he was like Clint Eastwood with a cigar, mate. You know, they're coming out like smoking fake. You know, they don't, you think, oh, yeah, they don't look much a team, but great team, mate. You know, they're proper. And like, yeah, I think that new in, new in Titans v. Penn Silver may be some... Some junior cup tie digs on the is it the twentieth of January the next round? So if anyone's you know not doing anything on that day, I reckon you'll see a great game there, digs at a Logan Park. But but uh, but yeah, it was nice digs Saturday. Nice to see a few old mates at Titans on Saturday digs. And I've got to be honest, mate. I think I'd I think I'd like to see them win the junior cup. I know Per and Wow are still in it. Digs, you know, me me boys own t- they got a tough one up you digs, but. But I think New England Titans would be a, a fit-in winner, Dick, to the Junior Cup, mate. You know, they're 
they are a really good side, mate. Good to watch. Mm. Good to watch, mate. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Dees, I'll carry on, mate. I've still, I've still got... <laughs> sorry, Dees, I, I forgot, mate. You're fitting all these interviews in here, Dees. Yeah, flipping that, mate. You've done well. This yeah, we're on Division 3 East now, Dees, haven't we? Um, just finally, mate, last few divisions. I mean, top two teams in this division actually met, mate, um, in the Percy Stevens Cup last Saturday, mate. And it, it proved a bit of a mismatch, really, Dicks. Uh, host Bobmin Dragons getting blown away, really, mate, by leaders Land Ref, mate, 7 2 at home. Um, yeah, top two, mate, but there's a pretty wide gap between the two. Jake Thomas, three. Harry Proben, two. And Connor Bone, two, mate. So, uh, yeah, and in the same cup, mate, we saw Garens and St. Moores. They they knocked out Butte Reserves, right? Just mentioned them, mate. Good team, Butte Reserves. But but Garens and St. Moores, Dicks, our old friends down there, mate. They they won five four Dicks on penalties after a one one draw, mate. Mm. After extra time, Dicks. Yeah. Yeah, five four on penalties. So so well done to Garens and St. Moores, Dicks. Good result. Diego Twightman, mate, thirty. Second minute for Bude, mate, was cancelled out by Jason Busby's uh, 42nd minute equaliser for, for Garens, mate. And and then there was no further scoring digs until the penalty dramatics, mate. So, so yeah, that was uh, a good result. And Division 3 West, mate, all, that also coincidentally, really, saw two of the top three, to, you know, top three teams in the league table. They clashed in the Percy Stevens Cup as well, mate. And this was also decided on penalties. Um, drop ship and almonds, mate. Two two very good sides who I've seen, you know, watched them a couple of times each last season, mate. Good, two good teams. And they, they fought out a tough 1-1 draw. Um, the ships, Tyler Prescott and Ross Williams, mate, exchanging goals before drop ship prevailed. Dick 6-5 on penalties, mate, that one. So that one... You know, probably nearly dark, mate. Tom, they finished that one. I would have thought, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have thought. Yeah, but uh, and in the league, mate, in the league, probably Lizard or goal. They thrashed bottom team Wender and Force, mate. Seven nil. Deeks was the big result in the league. Uh, Tristan Hawkins, mate, bagging four of those, mate, out of seven. Uh, Division four East, mate. That saw second place St. Evel Spitfires win four three. At Garens and St. Moore's Reserves, mate, with, with Aidan Tabira and Chris Williams scoring two each. Uh, Biscavadig's got to mention them, mate, seeing, seeing they didn't exist a month ago, Diggs, did they? <laughs> In my eyes. But um, but they actually had a big 7 1 win at North Hill, mate, Biscavay, mate. Um, a name you might mention. You, you might recognise from the past, Diggs. Uh, I think from Foy a lot, mate. Josh Frampton. Do you remember him, mate? Ooh, for some lazy a bit. Frampton, really. Little lively striker. Yeah. yeah. yeah little lively striker. You would have seen him play Diggs for sure, but I think he's at Blazy for a little bit. I mean, scored like tons of goals at Foy, mate, and was always signed on for a sort of IR League team, mate. But but I think he's one of them guys that's, you know, sort of played with his mates, Diggs. But but yeah, nice to see his name again, mate. Josh Frampton, he scored a couple of the Viscovay's goals there, Diggs. Um, league leaders, Tregany, mate, they were involved in Percy Stevens Cup action, mate, and they beat. Castle reserves 3-1 at home. Uh, Chris Warburton, Dylan Fox and sub Danny Alston scoring. Um, you probably noticed, Dick, someone's missing, mate, isn't yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah. 
I thought you might notice that. The only shot, mate, was the <laughs> prolific Derek Lucas not scoring. And do you want to know? Do you want to know why, Dix? Uh, was he getting married in Gretna Green? No. <laughs> yeah. Or, right. or he, was he, he busy? Sent off. He got sent off. <laughs> when? He got sent off? Yeah, he got sent off instead, mate. Oh. He usually gets that trip, doesn't he? But he was busy getting sent off instead last week, mate. Oh, dear. So, yeah. I thought when I did see his name, I thought, crikey, you know, not like uh, Derek Lucas, not to score a goal, mate. And a and straight a red, mate. a straight red as well, by the looks of straight it. Straight red, it's, yeah, don't know what Derek done, mate, so they could be missing him for a few games, mate, couldn't they? Mm. But, uh, yeah, he's only going to score 70 goals this season instead of 80, mate, I would have thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what uh, minute of the game Derek was sent off, mate, but. You would have thought quite early on for him not to score, Deeks, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. And, and they <laughs> are they are the only one hundred percent side um, in the county now, aren't they? In league action. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, are they really, with, mate? Well, the only team left, are they? With Sir Dominic drawing uh, against Sodash Borough. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Tregony. Good spot, Deeks. Well done, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, Deeks. Uh, well done to Tregony, mate. Um, and finally, Diggs, Division 4 West, mate. Uh, well, probably favourites, mate, looking at the division. I don't know if you agree, Diggs, but I think you're looking at the, their team on paper and where they are. I think favourites, Penryn Reserves, Diggs, they're, they're second now, mate, with plenty of games in hand on Leaders, Power and Porth, mate, when, with a 6-0 thrashing of Wendron fifths, mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bradley Southfield, mate, with two. Uh, Jason Roberts, Dean Golding, Steve Brewer, and Sub Oakley Burrows, mate, with the with the half dozen there for Penryn, mate. So, you know, they're looking well placed in that division, Deeks. And unless we've missed anything, Deeks, I think that's probably about it. I mean, there's loads of good games, Deeks, over the Christmas week to go to. Um, local derbies galore, etc. Deeks. So, I, you know, I won't do anyone the disservice of picking one out. I mean, there's so many, so I won't pick one out for for fear of favouritism or whatever. Deeks. So, <laughs> so you know, just want to say, Deeks, just go to your local game and and support your local club. Really, Deeks, isn't it? Really, over Christmas, and you know, they all need the money. Oh, in the coffers and an happy Christmas and and a, you know hope is a good new year for all our St Piran League teams. Dicks. Yeah, as you say, yeah, loads of games. Uh, there are games on Saturday. There's yeah. also matches on Boxing Day. There's uh, and then the Saturday after. There's there's games as well, yeah. aren't there? But uh, not full fixture list. But there are certainly games. And this Saturday. Perhaps um, of interest might be a, a George Evely Cup game, mightn't it? There's loads of games in that. So uh, so get along and support your local club there. That's the second round of that competition. Two o'clock kickoffs on that one. But but have a look on the St. Piran uh, FA full-time site and uh, it's pretty much yeah. um, smack up to date. So uh, make sure you don't uh, go along to a game that's been called off or anything like that. So, so yeah. Great stuff in the Superior League, and uh, well done, Rappo, for your uh, well, your Let's weekly see. reviews of that league. Um, lots of how many divisions? Mate. Ten divisions. Well, ten divisions, mate. Yeah, five in each, mate. East and West. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Plus all, plus all these cups. George Evely, Tracy Banfield, oh, um, Percy yeah, Stevens. Who is Percy Stevens anyway? Or who was presumably? Oh, I- 
Yeah, I do know that, mate. Um, I think he's an ex. He's obviously, well, he's obviously a cut, you know, from the old Falmouth Alston League, Deeks, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's, um, oh, I do know, Deeks. He was a, he was a pretty, you know, um, well, should I say famous name down that way, mate? Was it Halston Man or a Falmouth Man? But yeah, obviously that cup named after him, mate. What what did he do? I think he was an official Deeks of some some sort in the you know in the FA. You're guessing now. You're what? guessing now, aren't you? Are yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could tell. Oh, I could yeah. tell. Oh, no. I do know that one, Deeks, which is frustrating, mate. But yeah, it's not jumping out, mate. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> an old guy that's got a cup name. Bit like me, mate. I'm just an old bloke that's got a shield named after me. <laughs> <isn't I? laughs> yeah. So what? What's that shield for? The, the highest goal scorer in the Premier Division. Yeah, Deeks. Yeah, in the, in the yeah, yeah, basically in the Premier. What Division, across Deeks, the yeah. east and west, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, Deeks. Yeah, across the east and west, mate. It's, it's gone to the east, mate. First two seasons, so well, it's gone to the same club, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, true. So yeah. Perfect, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd like to see someone from the west. Uh, bang. Oh, I mean, Dan's going well, Deeks, isn't he? At St. Day, Dan Richards. Ah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. More. Yeah, wouldn't mind seeing Dan's name on me uh, on me trophy dicks on me shield, but good lad, I like that. But um, yeah, but so I haven't really sort of uh, had a study of it yet. It's probably too early, Dicks, isn't it? Too early. Right. They say that Dicks don't they? Don't, don't look at the league tables till after <laughs> Christmas and all that, don't they? Well, Sean Middleton <laughs> doesn't. That's for sure. So uh, but... <laughs> that bits that, he's taking the game at a time, mate. Isn't he? Probably the best way, Dicks. Really, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I can tell you this uh, very quickly. Looked up Dan Richards. He's way ahead in the. Uh, yeah. In the Premier West on goals, so uh, yeah. so he's got to be favourite in that division. But I don't know who who's the top scorer in the East. I must admit. So um, shall we have a quick uh, look? Let's, let's yeah. just have a very quick yeah, look. Good. See yeah. who the in the in the East the top scorer. Oh yes, uh, it's uh, Kieran Real um, of uh, oh, yeah. Saint Dominic. But but he's got a he's got a bit of catching up if he's if he's. If the East is going to retain it this season, put it that way. What's he got, mate? Uh, Kieran's got 13. What did I say Dan's got? 20-something, 20, 20 was it? Yeah. don't know if you said, actually, Diggs, but... I, I, Dan's 23, got 23. 23. Oh, yeah, he has got a bit. 10 goals clear, Diggs, at Christmas. Ooh, yeah. 10. Dan will be gutted if he's not... Uh, if he, if he don't win that, mate, wouldn't he? Really, from I, there. Yeah, I think he might have a suspension coming up, mightn't he, Dan? Did he not oh, get sent yeah. off recently? He did, mate, yeah. Did he not? Has he not already served that thing? Oh, is he? Wasn't he on the touchdown? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, it was that big, was it that big sort of fracas at uh, at St. Dom, wasn't it? In the cup digs, wasn't it? In that big cup game, wasn't it? Oh, um, might have been. Well, Dan Richards played last I, Saturday. Yeah. Was it the week before, mate? Did I read Dan was, someone said Dan was on the, in the dugout shouting instructions or something. Was uh, shouting support to his teammates mate. was that on the forum someone mm, said Dan I don't know I think I served that thing. he didn't play he didn't play the, the, the game previous to that was Dan at Mullion uh, yeah. two weeks uh, before that uh, he didn't play in that game so perhaps uh, but, could um, be that one mate yeah mm. could be that one oh, yeah, well. did they win that 3-0 yeah they did yeah. 
Yeah, I think it was that one, mate. I think it was that one, actually. I think someone said down with... Yeah, so I think you might have had that suspension, mate. Perhaps it was just the one game. I was going to say, if he so, only got one game, he wouldn't have got... Yeah. He wouldn't have done much to have no. got sent off, would he? So, uh, yeah. No, I think it, yeah, it sounded a bit unlucky out there, mate, didn't it? But, mm. but um, yeah. After a lot of damn mate. Well, and ev- well, and everyone really, mate. You know, can't can't be too <laughs> yeah, biased, be, mate. No, can't you can't be biased. Yeah. No, that's right. No, it's, yeah, yeah. Be nice to see someone from the west win it, though, Deeks. You know, after seeing it go east twice, mate, wouldn't it? It would be nice mm. to see someone from the west. But uh, yeah, right. sorry, Deeks. I'll stop uh, <laughs> wobbling on. <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, that's it. That's uh, your roundup for the for the year. That's uh, twenty twenty three. All all done as far as we're concerned on the podcast. Um, no game. Well, um, what's going to be your next match likely that you might watch in Cornwall and when? Oh, Cornish football digs. Um, yeah, back on the twenty ninth. So yeah, I think it'd be that Blazy game digs thirtieth. Blazy Brixham, mate. Hopefully. Ah, right. Okay. Local. Not local game dates down the road, and I might have half a shandy with my old mate sweeter. Go easy, go easy. Yeah, or a coke with my goddaughter, mate. Is he sweet? Bless her. (laughs) Is he sweet? Got the longest throw in women's football. She has (laughs) dates. Longest throw. Right. Yeah, you might upset a few people by saying that, but um. Yeah, yeah, probably be a few. uh, yeah, a bit of competition, mate. Some throws she's got there, Deeks, for an under, what's she, under 15 player or whatever, mate. Flip it there. Oh, right. Some long throw. But, but you've got a nice uh, Christmas Deeks. Yeah, you're going to a couple of Cornwall's iconic grounds, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Mount Wise and Bigland. Yeah. Are you, mate, on Boxing Day? Yeah, well, yeah. I at the moment, um, I've sort of pencilled in uh, uh, on Saturday, Mousel against uh, Westbury. Go down, oh, yeah, nice go down yeah. west, um, yeah. and and see what's happening down there. Boxing Day, uh, like I said uh, to you, hoping to get to Newquay against Austell in the morning in the Peninsula League, and then to uh, Falmouth against Helston in the afternoon in the Western League. So uh, that will be good. Uh, possibly the Friday night, Camelford against Bude. See how it goes, um, because on a Saturday. I'm looking to go and watch um, True against Torquay. Oh, lovely, mate. Nice one. Yeah. yeah say, go- like say goodbye to Cam. Um, and then, well, so- I-, I suppose I might be down to Mosel again on New Year's Day. Um, Mosel, home to Tavistock. Crikey, mate. You've got a feast of football here, Diggs, haven't you? Well, that, that's, that's the plan. Whether it all comes off or not is another I'm matter, right. but... Um, a bit jealous looking at that. Some, <laughs> some cracking games. Well, you're going to be watching East Fife against Four Four Athletic or something like that. Aren't yeah. You? Do you want to know mine, Diggs? Friday night, mate. I'm going to Hampton, Diggs, Friday night. Oh. Hampton Park, mate. Right. Yeah. Celtic yeah. against. No, mate. Queen's Park against Dundee United. <laughs> right. <laughs> Queen's Park still Friday play night. there, do they? Yeah, just this. Yeah, they've got a new ground, Diggs, being built. Now. Well, it's called Little Hampton. So is it? it's right. being built next door. Yeah, it's being built next door. A nice little sort of stadium that suits them a bit more, really. So, you know, they only get like sort of a couple thousand tops, mate, watching. So, mm. you know, in a in a 52,000 stadium, mate, is they're a bit lost, you know, the Queen's Park fans. But, but yeah, that agreement's gone, Diggs. They've actually sold 
sold their rights to Amden Park Digs and they've got a new ground out of it next door. Mm, so, right. uh, yeah. So look forward to going there, sort of. So that's why I'm going, really. This could probably be the last time, you know, watch Queen's Park play at Amden. So, and I quite like Dundee United, mate. So that's Friday night. Big Saturday, Celtic v Livingston, mate. Hopefully... So it can bounce back from a bit of iffy form, mate. They've been booed off last couple of games, Dicks. So, yeah, don't want to be joining in that, really, at Christmas. Don't want to boo Brendan Rogers off at Christmas, dear. Really? No. <laughs> still a bit bad about that. And then, uh, local, mate, local game, East Kilbride against Albion Rovers, Dicks, in the Lowland League, which is probably similar to, like, Trora City standard, mate, probably. All right, but I've often wondered things if East East Kilbride played Troy City, mate. I reckon it'd be a cracking game, mate. You know, two sort of good, you know, good teams. I, I often wonder, you know, look looking at the two standards, mate. I'd say they're pretty, pretty much the same, mate. That Lowland League, a sort of National League, safe type of thing. So, yeah, I'd like to see them two play each other. It's never going to happen, Dicks, obviously, is it? But, um, but yeah. Well, yeah, a, so, a pre-season trip for one of them, perhaps. Yeah, so see if I can see if I can do something there, Dix. <laughs> it might be a trip for some of them. Yeah. I'm sure they'd love to come back to to Cornwall, mate. The Trawers new ground, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that'd be a nice little trip. Yeah, but yeah, so that's it for me, Dix. Just the three games, mate. Hopefully, up there in the in the week, Dix. So not quite a, as impressive a list as you've got, mate, but. Hopefully see a few goals, mate. Hopefully. No nil-nils with a bit of luck. <laughs> right. Well, let's... let's. Can I leave you with one question then? Uh, when you're talking yeah. about goals, and obviously we have touched on that there, there should be goals at Falmouth against Helston. I'm not going to ask yeah. you who's going to win. I'm not going to ask you for the result, but I'm going to ask you how many goals are there going to be in the game? Oh, in the game, Deeks. Um, yeah, it's going to be goals, Deeks. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go three, two, Deeks. So I'm going to go five goals. Five goals, mate. Three, two. Three. So I'm not sure. You, you, you've given it. Yeah. Well, you're going to say Falmouth, then, aren't you? Three, two to Farmers, surely. Well, that's kind of, you, you, know, you, you gave know, it away. Look, well, I was, I was trying to let you off. <laughs> actually, saying who's going Sorry, to win, no. and you, you. Yeah. Goodness me. <laughs> Wishful, I mean, I've got to be fair, dear. I did go for Elston to win the league, didn't I? So, yeah, so you know, I sort of want them to do well as well. And you know, Kuzi's top bloke, and he as well. So, I, I like to see Elston do well, obviously. You know, Paul and Mass and everyone at the club, <laughs> apart, but, apart but, yeah, from but, for you when apart, they play Falmouth, <laughs> exactly. I was just gonna say that, mate. Apart from when they play Falmouth, mate. So, any other game, I, I hope they win, but yeah. So, yeah, I'll go, go on, Dick. I'll, I'll go 3 2 form of mate. All what right. about you, mate? Go uh, on, mate. What about you? I'll I'm not going to predict. I'm, no, I'm not going to say the result, but I'm going to say <laughs> there's going to be there's going to be seven goals. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. I, I'm expecting, well, I, I probably jinxed it now. Am I, I'm, you know, saying there's going to be seven goals? I'm not going to tell you which way it's going to go. It could be 6 1. Could be seven nil. Fancy that seven nil. That'd be ridiculous, mate, wouldn't it? 
people. Or Neil Seven, of course. Too, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's well, it's going to be an interesting uh, Christmas period of football. Um, and uh, all that's left for me to say, rapper, is thanks very much for. Uh, uh, for what you're doing for the podcast, it's um, Merry Christmas to you and your family and Rach, obviously there, and uh, enjoy your trip to Bonnie Scotland. And uh, well, I'm not going to say have a whiskey on me because you don't drink whiskey, do you? No, I can stick the stuff. They can stick. <laughs> yeah, terrible, mate. I think have a wee dram. A wee dram. Wee dram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, <I've> got- <laughs> Don't think I'm on one of them dates. Right. Yeah, Shandy's me limit, mate. A Shandy's me limit. Okay. Yeah, well, have a great Christmas, Dicks. Yeah, likewise, mate. Likewise. And, and to all our listeners, Dicks, isn't it? Thanks for listening. Yeah. All year. And uh, yeah, and have a great, great New Year as well, mate. Yeah. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's it, Dicks. Couldn't put it better myself, mate. I'll let you have the last word. Dicks, go on, mate. You have, I'm always getting the last word in, and I, you. You have the last word, mate. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> right, have you stopped? Have you finished now? I can't think, so I'll let you finish. <laughs> right. To all our listeners, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll be back in 2024. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish 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 Cornish